Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know, he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up, I suggest you to one slide request. Word. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. You know, I'm happy to be here. You know, I have my co-host Nick here. What up, what up, Nick? What's up, man? And we got a guest from fucking Milton, Massachusetts, aka just Boston with rich niggas. Give it up <laughs> for Corey Rodriguez, dog. Yo, my peoples, what's up? What's cracking, bro? Shit. What's up, man? Oh, glad to be here, man. Glad to be here, my brothers. Glad to have you, bro. I'm glad to have you, man. We're just sitting here vibing. How you been holding down in the pandemic and shit? I've been okay, man. I've been all right. I've been getting around a little bit. Been a lot of Zoom shows. I mean, mm-hmm. my November and December were were relatively busy, to be honest. I mean, between doing a lot of a lot of corporates and a lot of yeah, yeah. holiday parties and all of that stuff, it got kind of crazy. Like it was. That was kind of ill. That was kind of, I was like, man, I could, I could get used to this. Like I had, you know, like I was doing like sometimes two and three a day, but it wasn't like all month, but it was just, but it was cool. Yeah. yeah. You get in the rhythm of it, you know, Exactly. it's been okay. You know, I felt, I felt kind of good, man. Uh, I I felt like I got a little bit ahead of the curve on it because there were a lot of people who were just like, nah, that ain't for me. I don't do that Zoom stuff. Nah, yeah. I'm not in that. Nah, that's corny. I'm not doing it. Nah, that's not how I, I don't get my rocks off that way. I can't perform that way. And then it was like, I was kind of thinking like, yo, what are you going to do otherwise? What if this like this for a while? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I just started doing it. And then by the time other cats was jumping in, I had already been doing it for a while. So I was like mad comfortable. And they were like, you know, you know, you're doing a show with people who haven't done a lot of virtual because as soon as they get on they're like this is weird right oh my bad the cat <laughs> no, no, let the cat let the cat, let the cat do no the cat no, the, the cat can be part yeah. of the podcast Shout out to, you, have, no, you have a cat you fuck with cats yeah i fuck i got two cats too yeah, yeah I, got that's too, though. I got a girl you got to say that shit if you got cats nah, I fuck that. Yo, not, no i'm all for niggas with cats though cats are just cool animals yeah they chill yeah, when they want attention they'll come around they don't they'll just leave you alone they don't they don't really need you there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just saying you can tell a dude who doesn't do virtual because as soon as he gets on, he's just complaining about the situation. You know this is weird, right? It's weird. I'm here. You're there. I'm here. It's weird. I'm here. You're there. I don't expect you to laugh. This is crazy. I'm in a computer. You're at home. And you're like, all right, dog. That's your first seven minutes. Yeah, we're gonna do after it's that. Like, nah. weird, so. I fuck with though. I started fucking with Zoom more because it was just like. Yeah. When I realized, I was like, you can just say whatever the fuck you want. Like, I was just like, I'm just, fuck it, I'm in my room by myself. I can just say whatever. Like, the last Zoom show I did was just, I was just talking, not evil, but it was just, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a little bit autistic. Yeah. My, my ex-girlfriend died recently. I just, I was just, I was just, then I was just saying that. I was, like, I was like, damn, like, this is, this freedom. It's fucking great. I'm like, I'm hoping I can translate some of the shit from Zoom back. Like, when, if we ever go back to real life shit. Right. I want to see how that goes because I like I might say a lot of fucked up shit. Like I was talking about like COVID and like not dying from that because if I died from that, my cousins in heaven would be like, "You died from COVID? I died from tuberculosis, you bitch ass nigga." <laughs> <laughs> like I had AIDS. You that's what they had a vaccine for it, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you couldn't wear a fucking mask. <laughs> it's not like a condom or anything. Jesus Christ, out of it. So, but yeah, but I feel you there. Yeah, it's free. It is very it, the freedom is crazy on there. And what you can say and what you can't do. It's just I don't know. I mean, 
Yeah, man, you get loose. And it, it does, it will translate. It translates over. Because yeah. you 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 working your bits. You working your chop. What how else you gonna do it? You running your chops. It's straight. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not I'm not like here's here's the one um, the one thing I'm gonna say that I like about it, because I don't I don't love it. But you gotta I, I don't know for me to to do it and be able to do it well for people that are paying me to do it. I gotta make myself feel like I love it type shit. Yeah, I gotta yeah. love it. You know, I gotta get into it. And the only way I can do that is like um it's like uh damn the cat put a little ass right on my arm. Even <laughs> an ass like her butt, but I was just thinking about her butthole on my elbow. That just made me upset for a second. Yeah, um, got them buttholes. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like the like right on my on my elbow like that. Uh-huh. Um stop. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to make a point, though. I don't know what the fuck the point was. It's all anymore. good. It's all. It'll come. It'll, it'll come back. It'll come back. That point is yeah, still there. Yeah, yeah. It's in your subconscious. It'll come back when it needs to come back. Yeah, I was just saying. I think the only way that I, I I'm able to do it is to make myself like it enough. Yo, all right, all right. This is <laughs> that's my back. Get down. Why are you wilding? Do you do you like to wander? Yeah, I'm a cat. I'm a I'm a big cat person. Hey, <laughs> yeah, man. Make I don't even know what I was about to say. <coughs> Forget it. You're, yeah, Forget it. Right. You were saying the only way that you could do it. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. The only way that I could do it and make myself like it was like, um, I don't know. I was just kind of making a point about that. I was just saying, I was going to say something, like how I had to go all into it. But um, yeah, I can't I can't remember what that point was now. Oh, there, was some, there was some point there. My bad. It'll come back. That's, oh, yeah, exactly. It'll come back around. What I liked about it was just that, like, I could be like, oh, I have a show at eight o'clock. Yeah. And then it's like seven fifty-five. Like, all right, and get up and just open oh, instead of being like, I gotta go through fucking traffic, I gotta take the yeah. fucking train. And I gotta deal with all the shit. Like, I've had, had some shows in the park. I had some shows in the park because they were doing park shows in, in New York a lot. So I was doing shows in Prospect Park and it's fucking huge. And it's just like you get lost like 45 minutes, then you just walk, there's no microphone, and it's like six people sitting outside just looking at you, and like you're just screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I did a show at a park near my near my way, which is like the park isn't a good show. Like it, if you want to do drugs, that's the park. To, that that's a good drug. That's a good heroin park, right? You get fucking slump. <laughs> it's fucking. Amazing. But I did a show there, and there was a giant brass band practicing behind me the entire time. And you had to just eat it. Yeah. And then there's a dude having like Vietnam flashbacks, jogging in jeans, like. <laughs> <laughs> but Zoom shows don't have that. Yeah, I, I I guess what I was gonna say is is that leaving like I could exactly what you said, the time it takes to set up for the show and then leaving the show, like you literally can be like, yo, I got a seven thirty show, and if you're doing thirty minutes at eight o'clock, you're home. Like it's not like yo, I gotta I gotta bounce. So yeah, get back home. I get there like ten. I gotta go talk to these people upstairs. I gotta nah. Yeah. You're home. So now you got all that other time. To, it's, it's crazy. I love that area of time. Although I did miss people. I'm a social person. So yeah. I do miss being out and about and, you know, and doing all that. But I love the aspect of being able to be home like then. That's my time. Yeah, exactly. Yo, do you have music to listen to for like to get ready for Zoom shows? Um, Nah, not to get ready for Zoom shows, but to get ready for shows. Yeah. Yeah, like. Like you know, I got I got like an old mix of of things. I be uh, old mix of things I use when I'm like driving. Well, I be like right. I'm driving into the show like a whole a whole '90s mix, man. And it just depends on what I'm what I'm feeling, man. Like sometimes 
Like, what's your like? I don't want to say most. Like, what's your most consistent like go to? Like, if this if this rapper or this song is playing, I'm like, all right, we lit. Wow, that's crazy. I would say most consistent. It depends. On, all right, to wonder, I got to. I, 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 I can see in your eyes. You know, you know. There's somebody. There's somebody you have. Yeah, because I gotta. If I, I gotta be specific about the situation. I'm very. I'm a little weird, man. In the, in the, in the area, like, okay, yeah. here's what I mean. If it's, if it's, uh, if it's just regular, I'm riding into some show, some place that I never been before. I get a little bit more hype. I get a little bit more excited. So the, the the succession of songs I listen to, I'll specifically go through my shuffle and I'll pick. I'll go to uh, Big Pun. You came up. I'll go to Sky's the Limit. Uh, you know, Biggie. I'll go to Sky's the Limit. I'll listen to those two and I'll go to Slipping uh, DMX. So like, right. if I'm on my way to a show like that I had never been. That's what I listen to. Yo. That's like, great. Corey, before you go, I just want to say one thing. You're the first person on the show to be like, here, like, these are three songs in succession. Like, these, these three songs. Because usually it's like one song. You have to we talk, we listen to it. You have to wait. And it's like, you, you gave us three songs. We have a little playlist right now. Let's start riding with, let's start rocking with that shit. Yeah, yeah. The next, the next time playing that, what was it, you came up? Yeah, you came up. That's Play that shit, nigga. Yeah. But keep, wait, sorry to interrupt, but that's one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, this is all puns, first or second album. Yo, dog, I'm 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 not sure. I love it. It might be. <laughs> and Nor and Nori's on this shit, right? Oh uh, yeah, yep. Yo, Nori is fucking. It's crazy to see Nori just like as a whole podcast nigga, and he was just like really out here rapping. Like, and Nori's just such a goofy dude, but it's just like, no, this dude's been around. We got we rap with legends forever. He gave Pharrell his he gave Pharrell his start in hip hop, like his real start in hip hop. Goodness. When you hit, listen, dog. When you hit, oh, what? Where my horns at? Where my horns at? That right there. Oh, what? What? Making it happen. Oh, come on. Yeah. Where does it take you? Like, you remember the first time you heard it? Like, nah. I can't even remember the first time I heard it, but it's like. It, it like, I know at one point in my life, I played it in succession a lot. Like, I, I go through this weird things with songs where, like, I play the song, I play the song, and then when I like a song, I wear it out until I don't want to really hear it that much anymore. And yeah. then sometimes I wear it out to the point where I learn all the words, and then I like it less after I know all the words. And then when I hear it after I've laid it down for a while, now it's back making me feel real good again. Mm-hmm. You know, but I go through like this weird succession of it. Like I, I don't just love a song and love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Like I love it, learn it, leave it, and then I love it again. Yeah, because it's like you need to figure out. Is it like you need to figure out what makes it so special? Yeah, like it's I, like I, mean, to- I don't, I don't. It's just the way it makes me feel, man. Yeah. It do something to me. Like that song does something to me. Like those three songs right there sky's the limit when i'm just listening to like i love i love that man i love i mean there's a bunch of songs like that that i do that i do listen to but those three for sure like and and like uh but it's weird man if i'm going to do like a comedy festival yeah like recently any festivals or whatever in the last few years that i do man like like the song titanium you know that song no it's titanium zed is that Zed? I don't know. It's like a little alti song, like um, 
Titanium, though. That song right there, whoo. But that just gets me hyped when I'm about to do the... I don't know why. It takes me to another place. And so then I just... I just decompress. Like, and I'll listen to that before I'm about to... Like, right before I'm about to go up. Like, that's oh, like... So, like, like, when I saw you in New York in 2019 or 2020? Probably 20... No, it's, not, it's, 20, it's, 20, it's 2019 because I was homeless. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, remember, I, saw, I saw you at Carolines for that thing. And yeah. I, I remember I was just, like... I was, like, on your dick the entire night. Like, I was... Because it was... Because you fucking... Everyone, everyone else before that was just like they weren't prepared for the moment, and you were just like, I'm over prepared for the moment. And you just had this, <laughs> thing. and it was like, but well, I love again, I, I could talk about this forever, but it was just like, it was a part where you got an applause break because it was like, because the, the way the story, where the story went, yeah, now I'm saying it's like the people were just so caught up in your character, what was happening, it's like then this thing happened, everyone was like, oh, and if everyone felt like this relief, and I was just like. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> that, it's like that's not just a joke. That's like a whole thing that's happening. It was like a so it's like you just into titanium before that shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because other comics, other comics were like I was trying to not be that dude with my headphones on because I, yeah. I I'm like I try to be aware of not being like uh, making making sure that they feel comfortable. So, yeah. like, I don't want to just be, like, tuning them out in case they're like, yo, so anyways, uh, you know, sometimes people try to make small talk to make themselves comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little giving in that area. And if I feel like I'm giving too much, I'll just leave the, the location. But other than that, if I'm around them, I'll kind of be present. And so I remember just looking at a lot of the other comics that night and, and they had headphones in. And some of them were just saying hey, fucking heads down. And nobody was like, yo, so what's up? So whatever. So I was like, all right, well, fuck it. Then. I put my fucking headphones in. So then I put mine and I felt comfortable. And I threw that song on. And I was just like, it was just like other festivals that I had done. And I put that in. And it just like, it just made me, it just takes me to another place. It's just like, cool. I'm like, oh, I like this song. It, it gives me, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Or a thing I've been noticing that you've been like, and in, in, in like this, this one constant stream or thread and everything you've been saying is you're just like, you're very aware of the situation. And you try and like you like to like not necessarily break things down, but just like understand fully. Like, all right, like even in that situation you're talking with the other comics and shit, usually you're very social, but you notice they're all in a certain energy. So like, all right, I just gotta match that energy and then I can perform at my best because I understand the shit. And you're talking about the songs and shit, you were like, Oh, I'd listen to them, I'd learn every word. Cause it's like legit, you have a toy or whatever, you take it all apart and put it back together. It's like now I know how this works. It's not exciting anymore. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you're the type of person that would like go see magic and be like, I have to figure out what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> like, I did. Listen, like when, straight up. Like when, like when that when that sh- when that show, uh The Magician Secrets or whatever, when that yeah. shit dropped, I, pr- I probably you probably watched that shit. You were like, <laughs> you were like Yeah, I fucking knew it. <laughs> Listen, in college in college I started doing magic tricks and shit. Like yeah. I, knew <laughs> I, knew I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I can't fucking tell. I was fucking them up. I was fucking them up. <laughs> There's one with like a floating dollar I'd have. <laughs> oh shit! You know, and I was doing it. I was just nice with it. I was like, oh, I was getting all into the present. <laughs> no, I was like, damn, it's just easy to do this magic shit. You know, like because I got into it. I was like, oh. But somebody fucked me up with it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, my next thing I was really getting into was the three card money type shit. Because you know, my family owns barber shops and stuff. Yeah. We have a lot of. All around the city, we have barber shops, and so there's all types of people come through the shop. You know that. So there was the three three card money cat, and I just I just used to try to watch that. I used to try to get nice. I'm not nice at it, and I'm not good. Yeah. At it. I used to watch it, and I used to want to take it serious. But then I got deterred. You know, I grew up with my grandparents. And my grandfather yeah. would always be like, "Man, that's just a hustler," and he, you know, it's just like you know, it's no good. 
what he's doing. It's not the right thing. So I kind of got deterred from even following, like learning mm. it. Yeah. You know, he was like, a, I was like a young dude at the time and I, when I was so impressed by it. And so then as I started getting older, I was like, I'm going to learn how to do that. And I still have never went back to right. try to learn how to do it. I'm sure there's a video for everything you can learn how to do. It. It's just most people don't. This video is on how to play football. Oh yeah, like run the ball right, but you but you can't run it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, also with that no, with that said, with that said, were you like a natural athlete too? Uh, I wouldn't say natural. I've I've been I was big, I was a big dude, and so like uh, growing up, I was I was bigger. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like I, not not height, but but size wise, always been yeah. like a thick dude, yeah. big muscular dude, and so I could play sports. I could always survive in sports because of that. And then I excelled at some sports otherwise, but that wasn't always just like a natural, like I still, if I make a layup, you know, I, I, I jump off the wrong foot. People are always like, yo, you off the wrong foot. And then me, I'm like, yo, who cares if it went in? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you seen Bruce Bowen shot. You know what I mean? You seen, uh, 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 Paul Pierce's shot. Marion shot. Paul Pierce's shots are ugly. Shots are ugly as hell. You know, oh. Paul Pierce's shot really, I think that's that's a big part of why his legacy is so bad, bro. I, I love Paul Pierce, but like he has the ugliest shot, and his, shot. Hairline, his hairline was atrocious. Yes. And it was just like that one, but that was all we had as niggas, niggas in Boston. Yeah. That was that was our dude. But like I, I've been traveling, everyone was just like, oh, fuck Paul Pierce, bro. What you mean? Paul Pierce did a lot. Like they try to downplay his career and shit, but Paul Pierce was nice. Paul Pierce only played to get stabbed in the city instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got stabbed the fuck up, and he was yeah. like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not leaving. Yeah, and won yeah, us a it, fucking it, it, ring, and convinced and convinced Hall of Fame niggas to come. Yeah, because he was like, "Yo, come to Boston." Didn't they, didn't they fucking? Didn't they fucking stab you there? Yeah, but it's cool now. That was that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking fine. Don't worry about that. I I got stabbed, so you could come here and not get stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think That's it's cool, cool to get stabbed? You think it's cool to get stabbed? No, I did that. <laughs> Hopefully, so, y'all have to go through that. <laughs> Oh, this DMX is playing right now. God, this song, this song gets you ready for a show. Yeah, slipping. How, uh, explain that, because like this song makes me. I'm just like, damn. I'm just thinking about life and just like, what am I doing? I love hearing, I love hearing people go through shit and then and then come out the other side. You know, DMX has been in shit, out of shit, in shit, out of shit. But I love hearing people do that. And then be able to articulate it, much like hmm, we do. Right. You know what I mean, we get yeah. on stage, we laugh, and and we we joke about things that we've been through, real or fake, or somebody else's life. But we're still bringing it and presenting it. So I love hearing that. And then when the beat is hard like that, it just it just takes me to. It makes me feel like it just it just takes me into like ah, like it's like ah, he sounds good, man. That fucking track sounds good, dog. Slipping. Yeah, man. I can't get up. You know, I'm slipping. I'm falling. <laughs> I can't get up. And it's like, God, you're like, it just sounds good. Yo, DMX. Yo, DMX. Like all of that right there. Any any song I ever hear that has a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like mesmerizing. I'm like, oh my God, this is mesmerizing. Oh. <laughs> Right, I don't know. Right. That, I don't know what that shit does to me, but inside, it just is like mm. it just it, yeah, it centers you kind of. It does. It really does. It really does. Those little voices. I don't know. I don't know if it's much like how they do McDonald's and Burger King food. How they tailor it to taste. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like beat <coughs> tailored to hearing to touch certain things inside you when you hear mm -hmm. them. Like those those melodies. Yeah. I mean, melodies really. You know, it could be a, like random songs like. 
Like, dog, I love John Sakata just another day. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know that. Play that shit. That shit, man. Oh. Play that. Cause, damn. Just but, another day. Oh, taking the time. <laughs> right? And it's just like, these shit sound. They like, ah, you know? That's what I like growing up in Boston, man. I feel like you never, um, you never had like, a, you didn't have to feel bad about enjoying. Uh, like, I feel like I had friends who were listening to all this shit. Yeah. So there's songs that would come on that I hear and I enjoy it. You know, I got white friends. I mm-hmm. got black friends who think they're white. I got other black friends who know <laughs> they're black. I got militant friends. I got oh, I got the the, the cross yeah. gambit of people. Yeah, exactly. That's why I lo- that's why I always get mad when people say Boston is like the super racist segregated place. I mean, I mean, it kind of it, it kind of is, but at the same time. It was so cultured. Right. You, 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 you could tap into so many different things out there. Right, right. So, and I love that. And yeah. I love being able to enjoy all that different, like hearing a song and being like, damn, that shit is dope right there. Like actually hearing a song and, and, and appreciating it. Like, um, oh my God. You hear that right there? Yeah. How can you stay away <laughs> <laughs> so long? Ooh. <laughs> I like this era of music. It always sound like they're standing next to a pool singing. Yeah. You can see the reflections of the water on the wall. <laughs> like they like, like his shirt is blowing and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's blowing. They got a white linen shirt. They got a white linen shirt. Yeah, white linen shirt. There's a slow motion bird somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Taking the time. And it's and a girl, this girl walking away. This girl walking away, and she turns back at the camera. And just like, <laughs> yeah, man. Like they, I don't know why those songs. They, and, and again, part of it is who you grew up around and who you and what they're listening to and what was happening at that time. Yeah, Some songs have played at school dances and shit. I mean, you don't realize they played at school dances for four or six years, and you kept hearing it. And you know, you was having a good time during that shit, whether you liked it or not. You find yourself singing it to the girl you're dancing with. <laughs> 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 Word, bro. and then you just—it's in you. Fucking shit like Janie's got a gun. I'm in a in a school dance. Janie's got a gun. <laughs> Yo, let's play that shit. Look, we don't you don't, don't, don't hear enough. We, you don't hear enough white rock music about bitches having guns. I've heard so much gangster shit. I want to hear white gangster shit. That's what I want to hear. Like, I'm telling you. I want to hear white toxic. This bitch will shoot you. My playlist is crazy, man. The shit I listen to. Somebody rides with me. They're like, damn, dog, you go all over the place. I'm like, oh, what's, what's what I like? Because you're, you're supposed to. You're supposed to go all over the place. It's music. You, you, yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel you there. Some people are just like, why are you listening to that? It's because right. it's because why not? Right. It, it'll hit me the right It'll hit me the right way. And I'm like, you know what? This is it. It's about the feeling. It always right. gives me. That's, that's all that matters at the end of the day. So I feel you. You know, in the movie, you know, in the movie, like, uh, <laughs> um, remember in the movie White Chicks when they start singing the Vanessa Carlton shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was funny to me because I'm like, nah, I've been doing that shit forever. Like, no, niggas been doing, niggas been doing that shit. Niggas love that song. Niggas doing the words, right? Niggas doing all the words. I was like, oh shit, somebody else is exposing my shit. Yo, that's what I feel like. I feel like I don't know. There's something about music by like small brunette white women. Yeah. That black dudes is just we just like you hear it, catch and Natalie and Bruglia. Yes, you tour, yeah. you're on the apple. The <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Come Yo, on. I, there's something about was, there was something about white trouble bitches in the 90s, bro. <laughs> like if you were a white woman and you were like kind of sh- like you just kind of were just like like today they'd say that you need medication, but back then it was just like, oh, you're fine. Today you'd be zan the fuck out. Back then yeah, it was yeah. like Natalie and Bruglia, just like yeah. 
All that sh- listen, that shit right, all those little songs like that. Listen, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't speak. That's my shit. I feel that like right yo, I feel like the best music comes from people going through the worst shit. Like mm-hmm. with rappers, when I hear niggas talk about uh, selling drugs or killing people, I'm like, all right, this is this is art. When I hear white rock stars talk about like doing drugs and heroin and shit, I'm like, word. But then when I hear white women make that like I cut myself music, that shit is hard. <laughs> that I that I cut myself shit is fucking fire. <laughs> Yo, cause they be on point with it. The, they uh um what's her name? Uh Sinead O'Connor. Mm. That shit from back in the it's been several hours. <laughs> I never know how many days she actually says if it's 13, 14, 16, but whatever. That was like one of the old that's when I first started liking that shit. Since I've been gone, I can do whatever I want. Oh, uh, Sinead O'Connor. Oh, trying to ex- shit right there, boy. Shout out to, yeah. shout out to her. <laughs> trying to ex- trying to expose the Sonics tell us that yo they're, they're they're touching niggas over there. That, yeah. that was that was the whole thing. Like yo, the the, the Catholic Church they be touch, they be touching little kids. Everyone was like, get out of here, Snake O'Connor, <laughs> you yeah. crazy bald white Irish bitch. How dare you disrespect the Pope? Frank Sinatra was like, how fuck? Frank Sinatra wanted to kill her. Yeah, and then you find out ten years later they're just like, yeah, that, they, we was doing that yeah, yeah. in Boston. Yeah, heavy. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, they was they were putting up crazy numbers doing that shit. It was like. They were putting up crazy. It was like them and then who else? The Boy Scouts of America. They was yep. putting up. They was oh my god. Yep. Those are the those are the pedophile all stars, bro. Yeah, that which is that's so crazy, man. When you think about it, it's just like. But the older you get, I think what I start to realize is the the. I don't know if I want to say the positive and negative, but I say the the more the negative than the positive. As as you get older so much becomes revealed to you. Your family yeah. becomes more revealed to you. You'd be like, damn, my aunt's a dirtbag. Or my uncle is a piece of shit. <laughs> I know my cousin was really fucking homeless. He was, you know, he didn't give a fuck about nothing. Like he really, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't know this stuff until you get a little older and then you get exposed and you're like, wow, like yeah. this person's like that. And then you figure out like more people in your family been touched. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, was I? But yeah. Person, like when they were around me, like everything, it, it becomes the clarity is almost too much as you start to get older, and then the, oh, you yeah. realize how cool it was to be young and be naive and 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 be like just walking through and happy about shit. Like, you had no idea. Yeah, I think. What well, yeah, you said more negative than positive, but I think the positive of that too is just like when you realize how fucked up the world is, and you start thinking about like your naivete, and then when bad things happen to you, you realize later it's just like no, bad things happen to everybody, and we can kind of like yeah. we can have we have this we have this this like it's not a good great feeling, but like just the feeling of just like understanding somebody else's pain is so important. You know what I'm saying? You don't really realize it until somebody says like like people will say to you when you're younger like oh. This person, you know, you'd be like, they got all this money, they doing fine. They're like, everybody's going through something. And when people say that, it almost sounds cliche. You don't, you don't, you don't know that until you get older and you do see that. You'd be like, yeah, they going through some shit. Their parent, their, their family don't love them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you you figure that shit out. You'd be like, damn, they they cut off from the family, or the, or the 
or the or the mother and father don't even they don't even talk. They're in the house, they don't even talk to each other. And we, and you think you just don't know what somebody else is going through till you get older and you get perceptive enough to realize that. Because when yeah. you're young, everybody just hides shit from you. Exactly. Everywhere. Yeah, because yeah, you're a child and it's like you don't yeah, you don't need to. They want to protect you in a weird way. But I think it's also like it it touches back to what you were saying about like being in Boston and just being around such a diverse group of people. So now it's like you see so many different lives. You see so many people's lifestyles or just ways of life. You can, you can see, you can start to see like, oh, this is where it's not, this is where it's flawed. You might've met somebody that you, you might be like, oh, that person probably has a great life. You meet people like that. You're like, oh, this is kind of fucked up, bro. They have a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's mentally. Yeah. That's, that's financially. You meet so many people you don't know, man. You have no idea. You're meeting these people that look like they're holding it down. They're driving whatever. They look like whatever. Their gear is on point. They don't have shit. They don't have shit. They're, 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 they're a paycheck or two away from being homeless, dog. And they're trying to make you feel bad about some shit. They're a paycheck away from being from being obliterated from whatever it is they have. You know, yes. bad enough to jump off a fucking building. And you have no idea. Bro. That reminds me, Nick. Nick, that joke you had way back in the day about how far you, how how far Beyonce and Jay Z are from the streets, and how far you are. <laughs> what was this? What was this shit? They were like, they had to be like, he'd have to lose now, a million dollars. Yo. It was Jay Z because there's a line. He's like, I pray I stay out. I made it out the. I finally made it out the hood, and I pray I stay out for good. And it's like you're bothering God with this. Like you know how much money you have right now. It's like the different. Um, you know how far I am from the streets? Like the steps that I came up on the stage to get here—that's it. That's the distance. <laughs> no, it wasn't shit. Where you like, you would have, we'd have to lose. Oh, for him, yeah, for Jay Z <laughs> to end up back in the hood, he had to lose all the royalties and rights to all the music he's been doing, all the endorsement deals, uh, clothing line, all that stuff would have to disappear. And then the same shit would have to happen to his wife, Beyonce. <laughs> That's that shit two was, extremely unlikely things. That was, yo, I, I fucking, I love that shit, bro. I love that. But let's play some of this sad white woman. All right, what's a good sad white woman song? <laughs> Not that, that, that Sinead O'Connor shit right there. That, that oh, let's play that. Yeah, let's, 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 I, I, thought, I thought we played that shit. Nothing compares to you. Yeah, we, let's play that. And we could play if it makes you happy by it. Is it Cheryl Crow? Oh, if it, uh, uh, if it makes you happy, <laughs> it can be <laughs> <laughs> you Yeah, I love that Why shit. the hell are you? Nah, dog. On some, I mean, look, man. If ain't nobody around, or if it's just people I'm chill with, dog, I'll be yeah. saying, man, I feel like like a warm. I played play that shit on Friday night. <laughs> you know what the other one the other <laughs> shit um talk about that shit that was new shit Yo, we're, we're playing we're playing we're playing all them shits bro. we gotta play all them shits dog white woman jams bro yeah oh yeah you think on the opposite end, there's like three like super basic white chicks. They're just like listening to Biggie the same way. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You fucking grew up with a lot of them. What are you talking about? No, but I mean like, no, I mean like, I mean, but I mean like basic, like these Lululemon ass, just like, yes. you know, yeah. Like, and they're sitting there like, oh my God, kick in the door. We've been the, like, they don't, they don't, they don't, they, but they, they say it gangsta in their white woman voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, there is. 
Like, don't know. Now you know. No. Uh, you know the ones around. They're not around. That's fine. Yeah. I know. No, the real ones will skip nigga when they rap. I've seen it. I've seen it happen a few times. Mm-hmm. But like, and they'll be they'll be getting they'll be getting into the shit. They'll be getting into the shit. And but like, the nigga will be like like notorious thugs or whatever, right? Yeah. Where it's it's part it's a whole part of the flow. And you skip that word, it would fuck everything. It everything fails. Yep. I've seen them skip over it with such grace. I'm like, all right, you get it. Yeah, but they only, you know, they only doing it. You know, if it's a couple of them, they doing it, which, which is fine. Like, you can't get mad at them. Some people get mad at them for saying it when they by themselves. Say what the fuck you want to say. They enjoying the song. They say it in the song. They can't sing the song. You know what I mean? It's like, and then when they're around us, though, it's like that. At least that respect level. Because if you, if I'm not cool with you, like let's say Tawana, you're like, yo, I'm about to go out with these girls. They'll come out. We're gonna go hang, and we're in the car, and then they in there like. Niggas be like, I be like, God damn. Comfortable in this. You don't talk to me like that. Bro. All right. You could tell the difference. A white girl that will rap, nigga. No, white girls that no white girls that when they rap and they skip the word nigga have dated black guys. White girls that will rap and say the word nigga have dated black guys that don't respect themselves. Like she doesn't respect his blackness. She's just like, oh, this is the oh idea. yeah, okay, okay, okay. I gotta throw one cat. I gotta throw one extra on there. Some white girls that will say nigga have dated black dudes and who told are cool enough to be mm-hmm. black at the same time. Those are the ones. Those are the ones who's like they'll fight with you. Like they're like the dude. Listen, they're like the dude in that in that meet with with the dude that got busted in the head with the snapple bottle. You know he's like. <laughs> You know, the dude, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that dude, I kind of felt like that dude was like, I ah, mean, I live out here too, man. Fuck that nigga, nigga. You know, I don't mean it like that. And he got smacked in the head because he kept going. It was like, yo, you got away with saying two or three times, shut the fuck up now. You done won. Exactly. Leave it alone. But he kept going. What you going to hit me? And he was like, Slam. <laughs> I feel like those, I feel like there's there's the girls who feel so confident and comfortable where they're trying to argue their point. They're like, nigga, please. You know how much fucking black people I fuck? My brother's black, nigga. You're like, God damn. God damn. <laughs> you just, you're just kind of brolic with it. You need to break down a little bit. Like them? Mm. There was one time I had a white homie, right? Like a Mark Parade. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to Mark. But like, he, we were playing 2K whatever, right? And we're high at this crib. And I was like, oh, I'm hungry. Yo, bro, could you like order Chinese for me and just like pay for it. And he looked at me and said, he said, nigga, are you serious? Mm. And I was just like, he said it in the per he said it in a perfect way. I was I couldn't even be max. I was just like, damn, you're right. I am bugging. What the fuck? I couldn't even get mad at him. I couldn't I couldn't because he was like nigga, are you serious? I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. You're right, right. He 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 understood like the subtlety and I was like, all right, I can't get mad at that. If I'm being honest with that though, it's the heart of the person. It's the only time you know who you're around already. Like it's rare that you're around somebody that you actually trust, love, like, whatever, yeah. that throws that at you and you actually do get offended. You you start to get offended when somebody else is around. Cause you're like, now you got me and Nick sitting there and you got this dude that you chill with. He's like, damn, you niggas is crazy. And you're like, like, all right, dog. He's like, which niggas? Which niggas? <laughs> which niggas? Wait, excuse me, nigga. Oh, that reminds me, bro. I gotta tell I gotta tell you about this shit. Yeah, all right. But before that, we gotta play uh if it makes you happy, play that shit. But um I, oh, excellent. So I've been watching YouTube a lot lately, right? Because nothing else to do. And I found this white jail nigga. <laughs> Named 1090 Jake. He's a white blood that's from Southie and Florida at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
He has both accents, and it's the weirdest it, thing you'll ever hear. It's like, so you know, these guys they go down there, and um, they came in the apartment, and <laughs> it's like, what? He was just like, yo, I was down in Florida. I was down in Florida, and these niggas is retarded. No, he didn't say niggas. He's down in Florida, and they just retarded. And I was like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> but he's a, but he's a, but he's a, he's a solid, he's a solid ass white. He's a solid white dude. Like he's a, like he was a white blood in Florida prisons, and it was fine. He's like certified. Yeah. Got so you gotta, we gotta watch. I'll send it. You gotta watch it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, I gotta gotta be, you, you'll be like, oh my, oh my god. It's the it's my favorite nigga. It's my favorite white dude. Like he just says like real shit. He'd be like, yo, I was locked down twenty three and one. Qu- first quarter, I stabbed the nigga in the face. I, he didn't say nigga, but I, I, I'm so used to I'm so, I'm so used to saying nigga. I'm so used to it that like you ever you ever quote a white person and you add niggas, you add mad niggas to the, what they say. What is the situation we do? Four, seven years ago, our niggas bestowed upon us. Yeah, that's what I'd say. I'd be like, yo, because it's like you talk to somebody, this the white person is just like, oh, like. And then I said I couldn't do it. And then he said, "Nigga, I can't do it. I didn't just just do that. Just do no. Just quote, no, quote that. Like when we talk, when we talk to a white person, add nigga to a quote of theirs, and they'll just watch him panic. <laughs> like did I say it? I just, no, just got just, just just do it. So it's so fucking funny. Yeah, and my roommate was like, "Nigga, I got the rent. I didn't. I didn't say that." <laughs> oh man, I've been messing with white people, dog. <laughs> that's, that's what Corona is taking away from me. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean that shit. Go over to Bensonhurst and get it in down there. Go down there, Oh man. <laughs> I even, oh, damn. So this is like. I, like it sucks because like we can't just listen to songs without talking over them. Because I want I want to hear this. It's so bad. Turn it up a little bit. Oh, the other song that I heard the other day. I can't. I, can't, I, like, I think what was her name? Something is some, some, some something super white. But a song on I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. <laughs> I'm a I'm a lover. I'm a sinner. That shit goes. That shit bangs. I remember. Yeah, I, yeah that does, that hits. I remember, I remember back. I was in Atlanta when that shit came out. I was living in Atlanta, and um, I used to sing that shit all the time. And then this one little Mexican gangster, this one little Mexican like gangbanger in my class, was like, he's like, he's a whole hood nigga at like eight years, at eight nine years old. He was like, yo, so Swan, I saw you. You saying you a bitch? And I was like, no, it's a song. He's like, are you sure you're saying you're not? You, are you a bitch? I was like, nah. He's like, I think you a bitch, bro. And I was like, damn, it's the song. <laughs> He's probably in jail. He's probably in jail right now. So that's cool for him, I guess. He's probably used to it at this point. <laughs> Some niggas like, like jail, bro. Huh? Some people like jail. Yeah. I mean, I hear Mike Tyson talk about it sometimes, and I think like the way he describes it, he was like, "I was happy in that." He was just like, <laughs> yo, I heard that too. Because he, like, he knew the fucking people. He's like, "Yo, I knew everybody in there. I felt good." He's yeah. like, "I see this person, this person." He's like, "He's like, once I seen people I knew, I'm like, oh shit, I'm good." He's like, "Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw that same shit." Also, he's Mike fucking Tyson. Yeah, he could be comfortable. He, 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 could, he could be anywhere. But yeah, it was a nice time. No, I mean, I mean, that part's true, but it's like. When you look at it's almost like when I think about him in that situation, it's the same way I think about when I watch these movies and there's like this one big boss and it's like, don't mess with Mr. Don't mess with Mr. Tacconi, right? Mr. Yeah. Tacconi was <laughs> And it's like, 
Yeah. This dude be walking around by himself and shit. He might have one person with him. I'm with my wife tonight. And I got my wife. Right? <laughs> Anybody could run up on him that don't have the right mind and be like, man, fuck Mr. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that's, that's it, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> When I watch these movies and shows sometimes and it'd be like this one big boss and all. I'd be like, man, get the fuck out of here. Now with the equalization, man. Now with too many people having firearms, too many people having guns. I mean, come on, man. It's like, it's like, so when I watch things like that, you could think like, okay, yeah, Mike could go anywhere. But that's just to people who would fight Mike regular. <laughs> to somebody, <laughs> six other dudes who are like, yo, I'm going to fuck Mike up. This is a wrap. It's a wrap. Yo, you ever hear the locks? Dude, you ever hear the locks? The, the the lock story about Mike? The lock story? The lock, the, the locks, like Jada Kiss oh, Styles and uh-huh. uh, oh, so basically they were hanging with Mike and it's like our oh, father's all this shit. They're at the tunnel and Mike is talking crazy to every chick. He's saying crazy Mike. He sees Eve and he looks her dead in the face and he's like, yo, I'll fuck the shit out of you. And everyone's like, all right, chill, chill. And then he says it again and then Sheik, Jada, and Styles would be like, all right. We might have to stab Mike Tyson. <laughs> how are we gonna how are we gonna do this? Because it's Mike Tyson, it's Mike Tyson. Like, what are we gonna do? It's like, all right, Sheik, you go first because you're the biggest. You're gonna, you're gonna get knocked out. You're, you're gonna get knocked out. And the time you get knocked out, Jada, you can grab him and Styles can stab him. Yep. They had a whole they had a, they had a strat, they had a strat, they had a, they had a whole a whole plan. But they were so afraid of him. <laughs> Sometimes I think I think it's also like I think it's auras too. Like if you like, if you have like that menacing aura, people just don't fuck with you. Yeah, true. Until they do. And then it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you win until you lose. Like, so I feel you. You have that menacing aura. But that's why, that's why, especially in like boxing, you see a guy who's great and he gets knocked out. And then all of a sudden, he's getting knocked out. Invincibility a lot. cloak is gone. And now it's like people are less afraid to knock him out. Mike, Mike Tyson won many fights before he got into the ring. People were afraid than a motherfucker. They got in there. This dude ain't got no socks on. The yeah. black trunks are like this just dude. staring at you. <laughs> He's crazy. Watching. You know what I mean? And then you find out too much about the person later. Like you find out. Mike was like, I used to do my neck like this because I had a fucked up neck. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was doing it because he was like, I'm about to eat you, nigga. <laughs> right? That's it. That's the crazy shit. But he was like, yeah, I had fucked my back up one fight. And so like my neck. I broke my back. <laughs> it's broken. It's yeah, broken. My, my back spinal. 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 <laughs> Yo, did you watch Mike Tyson? Did you watch Mike Tyson talk to Boozy? Mm-mm. That Bro. was amazing. So, all right, so you know, you know, you know a little Boozy, right? Boozy badass. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Boozy saying all this shit anti gay shit, right? And then Mike has his podcast, Hot Bo- Hot Box with Mike Tyson, which is yeah. great. And he's sitting there one. and he's just like, "So I'm asking you, like, are you Boozy? You hate homosexuals? Are you a homosexual yourself?" And Boos is sitting there high as shit, being like, uh, no. He's like, are you and then Mike's like, are you sure? Because you hate like you, you talk about like you hate them so much. And Boozy is crazy. Like Boozy killed a nigga because a nigga called himself Nussy Badass. Yeah. He killed like that nigga died because he stole Boozy's name. And he has to look at Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's calling him gay. Are, are you gay to his face? And Boozy can't he can't do anything because it's Mike fucking Tyson. <laughs> It's the most risk, like, and you, you've seen Boozy talk. He's yeah, crazy. This is the most respectful, quiet Boozy. Reserved, reserved. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you gotta watch that shit. Yeah. And Mike's, it. Mike's like smoking a blunt and pointing at him. It's like you always yeah. talk crazy about people. Is it because you yourself are homosexual? <laughs> I think that's why you're doing it. That's why you talk crazy. Nah, is dog. True? I just, I'm just, I'm just straight as an arrow. But why are you talking about people? These are other people. Why are you talking? I think you're gay. 
I just, I, nah, I just, I just think, I just think that, like, you know, right, uh, right. Mr. Mike Tyson's son. It's just, this is the same nigga. Mr. Said, Mike Tyson. No, this is no, this, that, mind, this is the same nigga who said, "Put your pussy on live. I'll give you a thousand dollars." He said that shit. He's a crazy nigga. <laughs> That's nigga that said, you, you diss me, you'll go, no, he, he like, the nigga pulls guns out, says wild shit, like, he's just, he's crazy, and seeing Mike, he's just like, nah, Mike, you, you gotta, construe. I'm straight as an arrow, you gotta confuse, man, I just, I talked to my mom, my mom told me I'd say too much, so, like, that whole D-Way situation, Mike, that was, that was my bad, but Mike was just, I, just I don't understand why you're talking about other people, if I think it's something internal that you're put, making external. Nah, right. I just, right. I what's, just... It, what's the dude? What's Mike's boy's name that's in there doing the podcast with him? Oh, um, that, that, that deep voice, white that dude, yeah, that white boy, the deep voice, deep ass voice. Oh, what's his name? That's uh, that's um, oh, that's his boy right there. Yeah, you have some issues. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just guy has like sound, dude. It sounds like you, you really, you really, it's something that Mike has discovered himself. You need to look probably inside yourself. <laughs> And boozy in his mind, boozy, yeah, boozy in his mind is like, who the fuck is this white boy talking to me? And then you in there with two big ass dudes just looking at you. And then Mike's like, you got to do the toad. The toad is like, um, tell him, tell him what the toad is again. Tell him what the toad is, and then you got to go through that whole toad combo again. If you want more than three of them shit, like, oh shit, you're to right now. That's, that's why I, I'm gonna flex. I love podcasts for that reason. You start to notice how people talk, how people do, how just this like how things work and it's the rhythm of it and it's so interesting because like i feel i feel like i know mike tyson because of the podcast yeah and what's scary is like this at one point this was the most dangerous man on the planet and he has right. a whole podcast just right. casual and you see behind him and you see the, the you it's just cool again as you get older you learn you learn and you see behind somebody it doesn't mean that someone's not still dangerous but you see behind the danger you yeah know? you know he's talking about you know the the fear that he used to have, and that that that's what was driving him. You know, he was like, "I was yeah. insecure." You know what I mean? His insecurities is what led him to do great things. It's like sometimes when you hear people that have done great things talk about it, you're like, "Damn, I wish I could activate my insecurities to get to." Get <laughs> yeah, like Jerry West. Jerry West was just like, "I was severely depressed for a long." And that's the NBA logo. Like I was depressed. I didn't, like what kind, of, what kind of depression you got, nigga? Shit. Right. That's why they didn't put the face on it because it would have been sad. <laughs> the Jordan crying face. <laughs> Yo, my, well, my, well, my. I remember this man specifically when my mom passed away. My mom died in 2015, mm. right? And no, 2010. Mm. My mom died in 2010, and when she died, um, I remember thinking, damn man, like, like, when does it kick in that now I'm gonna do great things? You know, because everybody, everybody that I hear say it'll be like, and then my mom died, and then I just knew that was the time I had to activate this shit in my life. Then I just started, I just went for it, and that was the jump off, right? And I'm like, and like for a while, I was thinking like, all right, my mom died, this is fucked up. I don't feel good about it. But when does the jump off happen? What's this? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? I did everything I wanted to do. Was the jump off moment? Do I get an email or some shit? Like, your your great things have been activated please uh type in this confirmation code right just, you know people have those fucking stories it's always yeah. like and then you know the the tragic thing happened something that was really sad and then all of a sudden and i'm like shit don't work like it, it just does not it, exactly that's it doesn't that's, work like that yeah and it, you realize it's like it's not that it's just like 
you, you want them to say that this person died and it crushed me. And then I had to sit back and I had to think about like the thinking, like the therapy, like all, like all the steps, like there's mad steps. Things don't just happen. Yeah. And, and I like, started, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, yeah, no, no, because like this, so it's like I feel the same way. Where it's just like, don't tell me the worst thing happened in your life, and then the next day you were just like, I gotta get. No, that's not what happened. Like you yeah. were devastated. You cried a lot, right. and you were pushed to a weird spot, and you were so vulnerable. And in your in that time of being super vulnerable, you decided to climb out of it. And when you climbed out of it, the climb back to being you know a, a happy, positive, focused person that hardened you and made you better. Right. No one says that. It's just like my mom died. Then this happened. Then I jumped into it, and I, and I was listen, bro. I was trying to. At one point, I was trying to force it because I was yeah. like, all right, it's my time to make it do to do. Like it's my time to make it happen. Like whatever is supposed to happen, happen. So I was doing shit like I talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about because I don't got nobody to feel bad if I say whatever the fuck I want to say now. So now you know what I mean. Like yeah. speaking all this shit that it's time for you to do. And then it's like, nah, that's not natural. It's not. I was like, nah, I ain't feeling this shit, you know. But at yeah. one point, I was thinking that, like, I don't got nobody left that I can offend. Who am I offending? My aunt, whatever. She don't come to my shows. I don't care if my aunt sees this shit. I'm always gone. It's time to be opened all the way to fuck up. You know, yeah, the time to go. Oh, I'm about to go off. Oh. It's like chill, dog, chill, chill. Yeah, and it's like, but you really just like. But you're just hurting, and it's just, it's just, it sucks. Like I don't know. Like, yeah, it's not the same. But recently, like last year, my ex passed away. Right, she mm-hmm. had cancer. It was a whole thing, and I kind of did a similar thing. I was just like, all right, now where am I gonna change and turn it up? And like, I had this resentment. I had this. I had this big resentment towards everybody around me because I was just like, now I'm about to go stupid hard. In the name of this, and I was like, no one's appreciating how hard I'm working. And it was pissing me the fuck. I was like, people were just ignoring me. I was like, nah, I'm working so hard. And I just, it hit me. I was like, wait, why is it so important that I'm working so hard? Like, why is it so important that I'm doing, like, to what, it's, in spite of what? In spite of what? I work hard in spite of what? I lost somebody. And that hurt. Why does it hurt? Because of this and this. And it's like, I came down to it. I was like, damn, like, I'm working so hard thinking that... If I had worked hard with her, if I was, I was like, I, got, I, got, I sat and I stopped. I was like, I feel guilty. Why do I feel guilty? I was like, I feel guilty because, like, I feel like if I was there, it wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it wasn't logical, but I was like, and that's where I was like, oh shit. And I had to like rebuild, like, I had to like rebuild, like, my sense, my sense of self because I was like, you can't believe that when people die, it's your fault unless, like, you, unless you killed them actually, actual mm-hmm. factual. It's like, no, nah, so it's like that. That was a whole thing, and it was. It's weird to just. That's a part of the grieving process. It's not like I think that's 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 the denial part. Mm-hmm. I used to think denial is just like no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Denial is just like you're denying the feelings you're supposed, the feelings that you have there in place, and you're putting something else there. Right. It's not just ah, oh, I'm a gift. No, it's like you could be like I'm mad. No, you're not. You're sad. You're avoiding that shit. Right. And right. I want to see people talk about this moment in their life. Like I want to watch movie like Finding Nemo or whatever, or The Lion King. And The Lion King, when Simba's dad dies, right? It's just like, oh. Uh. And then the next day, he met Timon and Pumbaa, and he grew to be a man. I want to see this, like, I want to, they showed him just, like, walking through, like, the forest and shit, eating bugs and laughing. I want to see the days where it's just, like, it's trying to talk, like, Timon and Pumbaa trying to talk to Simba, and he's like, get the fuck away from me. You don't, you don't know what this is. He's just, like, crying. He's just, like, crying. 
somehow getting high off African plants. Like, how'd you know how to get high? Like, no, <laughs> fuck you. I've been through. You ever lose your dad in a fucking tent? I don't fucking think so. Yeah. All you heard him sing was Akuna Matata. That was it. Right. There's a no worries. It's fine. Don't there's worry. A, there's a song before Akuna Matata that we need to hear of him going <laughs> right. through great. Like, I just lost my dad. <laughs> I can't fucking sing about no worries. Like, see them, like, see them years later and shit. They have kids and him being upset and shit. Like, damn, dog, I'm just fucking pissed that. That our kids gonna meet, get to meet your their, their grandfather. Yes, get to meet his pops. You know what I'm saying? No, they just gotta bring Rafiki around to make him show up in the clouds and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what. That, so yeah, I, I, all, that that grieving is is it's it's a crazy thing, man. I mean, we all handle that differently, and um, it it, it is something. Sometimes people want you to grieve the way they do. And sometimes you grieve, you just grieve the way that you do, man. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, I'm not saying this is a badge of honor or anything, but when my mom, when my mom passed, the day we buried her, I had three shows at the, at the, uh, at the Catch a Rising Star in Rhode Island at the time when it was there at, at Twin River. Yeah. I went and did the shows. Now, some people would be like, how could you do that? And then it's like, well, why would you do that? Or how could you do that? I was like, yo. And I didn't say that shit like, <laughs> I hate when people say this shit. And if this is how they feel, this is how they feel. Because that's what she would want me to do. She don't fucking like that. Nigga, I just died. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> right. you, can take, you, can, you, can take, you can take a day off. <laughs> nah, I did it because that's what the fuck I wanted to do. And that's how I was feeling at the time. Yeah. You know, sometimes people want you to grieve like them. They want me to cry. Like, people be trying to push you. Like, did you go to the grave? Did you go to the grave? How was the grave? Did you go to the grave? Did you go to the site? And it's like, yo, I don't need to go sit at the grave site and stare at the, at the thing. And if you sit there, people, like, they want you to cry. If you don't cry, then they feel uncomfortable. They're like, is all right? You look at how you feeling right now. You're looking at it. Hey, you crying. You, you all right? You all right? They want you. If you don't start crying, then they feel weird. And it's like, I don't need to go stare at that and cry to make you feel comfortable like I have emotions. I at home because I feel like my mom is there. I don't need to go. She's not coming out of the ground like, thank you for coming today. You didn't come here yesterday. What, what happened? It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? How come yeah. you didn't come every day? If she ain't worried about that, she knows what's up. If she yeah. knows, if she's watching anything, she sees what's up. She knows I can't. She knows she's in my heart. She knows she's in my in, in my head. And then and then so that was my I was fighting with people like this about this because you know a lot of families usually go to the site, did you go to the site? So then what I said was, um, I was like, you know, one of my uncles said some shit, and I was like, all right, that's a good reason to go to the gravesite because I'm I'm really against going to the tomb and just yeah. standing there all the time, like paying respects. I pay respects wherever. I pay respects driving in the fucking car. I pay respects after this podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of my uncles was like, "Yo," he said, "The thing is, just go there, make sure everything's clean over there, replant the flowers, hook it up. You know, just keep everything nice. You know, for your mom like that." And I was like, "That's a good reason to fucking go." Yeah. But me go and get out the car and sit there and just stare at the names. And be like, damn, that yeah. was that was her. You know what, I'm, what the fuck? Yeah. What what? That's not my, uh, you know, because in the, the sometimes people live through the movies. In the movies, yeah. motherfuckers get right. out, go to the thing, sit there, and they start talking. Well, I got a big decision to make. I go left or right in life. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Been my guidance, ma. So I just want to know. Oh man, that's so true. Yeah, like you know, they don't show like I, yeah, but I think it's just like. I think sometimes with movies and shit, we just, it's understated how much we rely on them to learn how to like act as people. Yeah. 
And there's a lot of subtleties you can't. There's a lot of subtleties you can't show. Like you have to be the greatest actor in the world. You have to, you'd have to be the greatest actor in the world to show just like grief on your face in a subtle way. Mm-hmm. You need to. Most people need. Granted, it's like I'm going. To, I'm going to go talk to the. I'm going to go talk to you know the gravesite. This that's because that's blatant. Like did you, did you watch Par- no, Parasite? Did you watch Midsummer? I didn't know. Oh, Midsummer, great movie about grief. Great movie about you know, like letting go of a relationship, whatever, whatever. But a big part of it, like this one girl, like some people, people died in their life and you can just see on her face. Even when she's pretending she's fine, you can see it on her face. She cries like five, eight different ways. Like it's like subtle. Like you have to be a good actor to do that shit. Most people can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. They need I love to be- crying too, dog. At a movie. Dog. Oh. I, love, I, love a movie. I love, I love a movie being good enough to affect me that way. Yeah, what's There's the nothing I love more than that shit? Conor. All right, I, okay, I got a question for you. That what's the dumbest movie you cried at? Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> cried like a motherfucker at Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> then you were coming home, and he was like, "Yo, what was it? What was this? What was that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Bon Jovi? Song? You were crying listening to Bon Jovi. I don't want to close my eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Aerosmith. That was uh, that was Aerosmith. Yeah, he goes, let's play, let's play that. You don't want to miss. Yeah. Don't want to miss, miss the thing. <laughs> Even when I dream of Oh shit. Baby. And I don't want to miss Baby, Oh my god, bro. That's my shit, bro. I'm telling you, man. Look, I was listen, let me tell you this. This is so fucking. I just had like eight technical difficulties at once. Like my light, my light went out, and then my YouTube on my TV started playing automatically. Then I just when I came back over, I tipped over my entire ashtray on the floor. Oh no! But whatever, it's I, it, I can sweep it. It's fine. It's not like water or whatever. But um, yeah. What were you saying about Armageddon? So crying because you, you were crying watching that shit. Yeah, I cried. So here's what happened, man. So the first time I cried at Armageddon, I went to the movies. You cried. You cried. Well, you cried multiple times at Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, I cried multiple times. <laughs> The notebook fucks me up too. The <laughs> yeah. so, okay, so Armageddon, Armageddon. What happened was, I'm sitting there and I'm there. I'm, I'm in high school at the time that shit comes out, and there's a, there's a bunch of my boys that are um they're all football players, all big, giant dudes, little, little arm man. You all sitting there, and there's a row of us. There's like eight or nine of us, and we're sitting there, and that, and that part comes on when he's like, "Dad, he said you were coming home." You know, when he had drew the straws with. Yeah. Whatever, if you remember the movie? He drew the straws with Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis is going to end up staying up there to blow. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I thought you said you were coming home, dad. You know, Liv Tyler. And he was like, he was like, you know, daddy, daddy lied. You know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> and then she's touching. She's like, no, she's crying. <laughs> Yo, I'm looking straight. And I'm like, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> a little tears rolling down my face. Right? I'm like, right. I'm just looking. Dog, I look over, I see my boys, they're all, everybody's looking like this. Look. <laughs> so I didn't say nothing at the time because my eyes were wet too. But after I was like, you little bitches was crying. <laughs> I was crying. And then it got me again. It got me again. Like it sucked me in and it got me. I was like, man, that's a good ass part of the movie. And in the notebook, the notebook gets me like that, man. When them, and he'd be like, and he, he's reading to her. 
Yeah. And he's trying to say her name, you know, he's like, hey, he's talking to her. And she's yeah. like, and he's like, it's me, it's me, it's me. And like, he really looked like a grandfather with them thick ass fucking glasses. <laughs> and he took them off. He goes, it's me. <laughs> and he just, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, he got me. He got me right there. That shit felt good. It felt yeah. good. To let hey, it out. It's good. It's good. Okay. Your cries at least are like sentimental, real shit. Yeah. I cried watching The Sixth Man with Marlon Wayans and Kadeem Hardison. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? Yo, right after, right after, right after Kadeem Hardison had the heart attack and died, and then Marlon's, Marlon's instead of instead of going to, instead of going to the grave, he goes to the the basketball court and he sees the jersey hung up, and he's just like, "How many minutes without you, man? I need you, man. What was I supposed to, to be AK all the way, man? No, I was, I was, I was in my room balling. I was like, oh my god, that's legit though. That's legit. But no, it's not. It's like, dog, it's the sixth man. <laughs> and he comes back, and, he, and the thing is, he comes back as a ghost. <laughs> so he comes back. No, and that, no. Then I cried. I, then I almost cried again at the end when it's like the game winning shot. He's like, God, he's like, no, no, man, just, just let it go. And just like that belief he had in himself, it's like either it's gonna go or it's not. Like. I have accepted what life is about. Like I have to have control of my life. I was just, I was like thirteen. Like what the fuck? <laughs> that shit made me cry. What about you, Nick? What's the, what's the dumbest movie you cried at? The movie Jack with Robin Williams. <laughs> when? 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 The part where he uh, he has a heart attack. Oh, he has a heart attack on the he stairs. He falls down the stairs, and then Jennifer Lopez comes like, "Oh no!" It's like it hurts. And right there, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> that was the first movie that I cried at. Yo, you cry watching Jack. And Bill Cosby, yeah, Bill Cosby was like a therapist. Bill Cosby with his little flavor saver goatee shit. Yeah, he didn't, yeah, he didn't have a goatee. Bill Cosby had a whole goatee in that movie. Like, I just want to know how did he come up with that character choice? Like, I want people to not think that I'm Cliff, so I'm gonna grow some facial hair right there, and that will differentiate for the people. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny, Jack man. Jack, that's and then Jack has man. the saddest ending in the world. But the child's not to be sad, where it's just like he's valedictorian, he's 18, but he's like 85 years old. <laughs> right. He's, he's going not gonna make it through college. He's, he's yeah. not gonna make it through the night, bro. Let's go drinking. It's like, all right, it's like, no, you can't go. He's 85. <laughs> he was so fucking. He was fucking yeah. <laughs> That's just a crazy movie. Like, all right, I'm gonna have. It's gonna be what's his name? What's the dude's name? Uh, fuck, I just forgot the fucking main character's name. The dude, the, the, the guy who played Jack. Robin Williams? I, I forgot Robin. That's just crazy. How'd I forget that? <laughs> but uh, he's like, we have him just be eight years old. That's the, I feel like in the 90s, you just pick a, a comedian and say a premise and they'll make the movie. It's like, oh, it's Michael Keaton, but he's a he's a he's a mom or whatever. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Mom. Oh, yeah. shit. That, that, I want that to come back. Five guys and a little baby. Somebody's <laughs> 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 just like some biggest in just a fucking weird Hollywood head just with a cigar in his mouth saying that. <laughs> Five guys and a baby. And a little baby. That shit would be hilarious. <laughs> and then the whale escapes. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, sure, sir. We'll make we'll make that immediately. It's fucked up for movies like that now because all those little jokey jokes that you could throw in there, they're so overexposed on the internet now. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tougher and tougher to make something like that. Like during all this COVID shit, you know, it's so annoying now. Any show you watching for that first, I mean, shit, the last three months when they actually were making shows again. Yeah. 
so annoying, man. Every show was trying to address everything COVID related. They were trying to pack it in. And it started bothering me. But I was like, I guess each show has to appeal to the people that watch it because everybody doesn't watch the same succession of shows, right? Yeah. But what I mean by that is every show would be like, they'd be like, oh, you got to talk to your family on Zoom? You're doing Zoom Christmas? Oh, you do, or, you know, or they're like, um, oh, you know, like, you know, they're all having like, video sex and, 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 and then they're, uh, they, you know, they're bugging out of somebody's coughing near them. And just like all the jokes that we would normally say that we were, yeah. they're all just being like blown way up. Like, oh, you know, oh, what, Nana doesn't know how to get on the computer? Hello, I'm what? trying to get on. Yeah, like, Hello, I'm trying to get on there. I can't oh, see. Like, Hello. Oh, you know, I hate that shit. I like, hate that. Seven shows, but like all the shows are doing it, so it's like, oh my god, stop! Yeah, I just miss, but I, I miss when shows were just like they'd have like the se- the season finale, then the next episode would be like six months later, and it's just like, yeah, da da da, shit was crazy, and it's like I like when they show time, like we don't need to yeah. see the COVID period of any TV show. There's gonna be COVID movies. I don't want to see. Like I want we don't we I, I watch this shit to forget my actual life. Yeah. All right, I don't want to see a movie that's like, oh, they're talking about COVID. Like, nigga, we were just there. That's so funny, man. That's such a good. You know what's so cool about that though, Tawanda? It's like that's like a that's like a hit or miss because like I'm I'm on both sides of that shit, and I say that only because of what we do. Stand up wise, it's like, do you want like some people just want to go to a show and forget everything? Yeah, and then sometimes people want to go and be like that nigga saying some shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you could go to, you could go see, uh, you could go see Chappelle or you could see Arnest J, right? So now if you go see Arnest J, you know, he's like, everybody got an uncle that walk like this, right? And, <laughs> and Chappelle's like, stop shooting us, motherfucker. Chappelle's just not telling jokes anymore. He's yeah. Just, so, <laughs> so, so, but like people are like, this dude's the God. And then, but Arnez is still selling out too, walking around, limping true, on stage. Everybody true. got an uncle like this. So it's like, you got the two parties of people, and then it comes down to the comic. What do you want to do as a as a comedian? Like, I don't know. I feel like personally, I want to fall somewhere in between. I want to fall somewhere where like people forget, but I also don't want to be like I'm so I'm so ignorant to the world around me where I'm like everybody's good, right? Everybody's oh, good, no. you know? Like, oh. I still got to touch it. Oh, yeah, of course. I feel like no. I I think like what you're talking about and what I've always noticed about you is just like the joke is never the thing. The the thing is just like this. Right, this is a, this is a, this is the world that we're in, and the whole joke is my experience with that thing. Right, right. It's never like you don't have a joke about a hammer. It's just like oh, you mean like it's it's, it's about it's about I didn't say it's about you. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. like you're like you're the center because some people are just like oh, Corona. It's like no, what okay, what did you what did you do? Right, what did right, you right, do right. there? Not like an RNSJ. Also RNSJ. Shout out to Arnett, my least favorite host of uh, Comic View. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not his fault. It's right. Just that, it's just that Bruce Bruce was like my. It's like when Bruce Bruce left, it was like my, it was like my dad leaving. I was just like, you're not my real. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're not my real host. <laughs> yeah, you're not my real host. Ring Bruce Bruce. But shout out, and also shout out to Bruce Bruce dog. That's that that I would pay to see that nigga today. I love. I, let me tell you something real quick about that. If, if if all right, so 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 I was doing, I was working on a cruise ship. And I'm in Grand Turks, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I get off, and like you're walking around downtown in Grand Turks or whatever, all the tourists are out, everybody's out. Yeah. So I walk by this, I walk by this, like this Jew. I'm just out, I'm out, like, you know, I'm out walking around and chilling by myself and shit. I'm like going, I always go to these places and I, 
I go to where the touristy areas are, then I go and I'm like, where's the good food at? And I'm yeah. eating ass motherfucker. So I'm like, where's the good, where's the good jerk at? Where's the good, you know, whatever. <laughs> so around and I see this this jewelry store. There's a dude sitting out in back of the jewelry store, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, this nigga look like what's up? Bruce Bruce looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He looked crazy. Little short, fat dude, whatever. He had like some like knee, like some knee reinforcements on type <laughs> shit. And he was sitting in the back. So I walked up and I'm like, damn, this is a Bruce Bruce brother looking dude, man. Like, like it's his brother and shit. So I was like, yo. So I walked by him, man. And then I turned back around. He's just sitting in the door, like in the at the back door of this place. And like people are in the place shopping. He's chilling. This dude's chilling. Just watching people like he's like on his break from work. So I was like, yo, man, anyone ever tell you you look like Bruce Bruce? I walk because I walked back. I was like, this yeah. go crazy. He looks funny. It looked like him, but it didn't look like him. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I was like, anybody ever tell you you look like Bruce Bruce? He was like, who? I was like, Bruce Bruce. He was like, nah. I was like, all right, man. And then I was like, and then I left, dog. And I came back. I was like, damn, man, you got to look at this comedian, man. Bruce, Bruce. I pull up Bruce. He's like, nah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I heard that before. So I was like, all right, man. Well, somebody else is probably going to say it to you. I start yeah, walking should. away. He goes, he goes, yeah, I heard I look like him because that's me, motherfucker. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce. So this is Bruce, Bruce, right? So then Bruce goes, he's just fucking with you. Yeah, he's fucking with me. Oh, he's so I'm like, Bruce, what's up? He's like, ah, oh, there ain't nothing done. There ain't nothing going on. Play. I'm just. <laughs> My wife's inside over here getting a couple things. You know, I got to buy a couple things. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he was like, and then he's like, I was like, yo, I'm a comedian, whatever. I'm working on the ship, whatever. He goes, oh, no shit. He said, damn. He said, what they paying you now? So I said, what they paying? he goes, he said, "Damn, I wouldn't get up off my couch for that shit." He said, "No disrespect to your player, no disrespect." <laughs> oh my God. That shit wouldn't cover my travel, right? <laughs> so then he starts talking. So we start, we start dying. So we're laughing. I'm like, "All right, man, this is offending shit out of me." You know, I just start getting loose with him because he's yeah. joking. Yeah. I'm like, "This is offending shit out of me." He goes, "No disrespect to you, dog. No disrespect to you." So what's it like on there? So we start talking about the ship. Then he starts going into stories, man. He's like, "Yeah, man, I, I started. I, I gave a lot of these cats away." to perform you know i give a lot of them a way to perform he said uh he was like mike epps he said all these motherfuckers he said all of all of them done came to bruce Bruce. ask him about bruce Bruce. they know they all came through me because i was performing to, to to mainstream crowd black crowds it's all the same you got to bring you you got to bring your own flavor player you know and then so he goes and he's like yo he was like and then he starts telling me funny stories and his girl comes over you know his wife he goes yeah let me see he looks at it, he goes, I'm just a comedian, right? He's working on the ship. She said, oh, no shit. He said, yeah, I'm about to tell him a story right now. And so and then he goes, he looks, and I see his, his wife's getting some shit for like 3300 or whatever. He goes, ain't nothing to that, man. You know, science is fucking... <laughs> this is funny so she just goes and he's like she always want to buy shit every time we come out here and cruise man she always want to buy some shit so then he goes he starts going into these stories he starts talking about different comics man he's just talking like yo he starts going in and saying like who's doing what and how they were doing and different shit so he goes into this one story he goes play let me tell you something funny i seen because he was just talking about how he's just rocking stages and how who can follow who and this and yeah. that so he's going it's like cool because right now i'm the i'm just i'm like yo this is fucking so dope yeah, right it's, it's, that's man that's so cool he goes he goes man he said one night i forget where he said they were at but he goes it was me he goes because he goes there was a tour going on he said one of the tours was like martin there was like a tour going on with martin uh him um, this wasn't all that long ago either, but it was like Martin, him, 
Um, was JB Smooth on that shit? Sometimes JB Smooth, yes, that's yeah, the yeah, point. Yeah. This is the one. Sometimes JB Smooth, Michael Blackson, and maybe somebody else, right? So he goes, sometimes JB was on, but JB was filming a lot and shit. So he said, wherever we were at, he goes, player, he goes, let me tell you something, dog. He goes, he goes, so I'm in there, we doing the tour or whatever, and we in there, he goes, and I'm looking at the lineup. He goes, and the lineup, they got JB after Michael Blackson. He goes, I'm looking at the list, and I said, shit, they might want to change that player, because, you know, right now, Michael Blackson is hot. He's doing that, you know, some of these jokes he's doing is on fire right now. He was <sighs> like, so they might want to switch that. He said he's in the room. He said he's in the room. He said he tried to ask him to change it. Nobody wanted to change it. JB ain't want to switch. He said, no, nobody want to switch. He said, I'm looking at this shit. He goes, Michael Blackson is rocking this motherfucker. He said, Michael Blackson got, he said, he said they got him standing up and sitting down, player. They're standing up, <laughs> sitting down in their seat. Snot's running out their nose and shit. And Michael Blackson is going on with that shit. You know what I mean? Motherfucker, all that shit. He said Michael Blackson's doing all that shit. He said the people, the, the room is shaking, right? And so then his wife came back out and she joins him and she's dying, right? Because she knows the story because she was there with him. So he's like, the room is shaking, player. He said, man, he said, <laughs> he said, now when you're doing stand up, man, it depends on the energy. He said, sometimes you got to go out there and grab their ass by the fucking shirt and shake their ass. That's what you got to do. He's like, but sometimes if you don't do it and somebody be killing like that, you could, you could die off of death. He said, uh, he said, JB went out after Michael Blackson. He was like, oh man. He said, JB came out and he said, JB was kind of like, he said, JB's funny. He said, he's funny than the motherfucker. Now he's funny than the motherfucker. He said, no disrespect to JB. He said, but when he came out on stage that night, <laughs> came out that night. He was being JB little too smooth. He said he was he was talking, he was talking, he was getting into the jokes, but he wasn't attacking them like that. And they had finished blowing snot out their nose for Michael Blackson. He said they started booing this motherfucker. He said, oh shit. He said they started booing JB. He said they was booing the shit out of JB. He said JB stayed up there for a little bit longer. He said JB was like, man, fuck y'all. He said JB started talking about all the money he had. And she said, I don't need this shit. I don't need none of this shit. You know, I don't need none of this motherfucking. I don't need none of this shit. He said JB goes and he's saying all that. And he's like, the crowd's getting louder. He goes, I ain't never heard nobody boo so loud. The fucking room shaking. He was like shaking. And she was like, am I lying? Am I lying? His wife was like, it was shaking. Oh, my God. This is amazing. <laughs> so he was like, yo, it was crazy. He was like, to see somebody. He said, it could happen to anybody. He said, and JB eventually was like, man, fuck this. He said, he just walked off. He said, because, yeah, he said, because sometimes, man, it don't matter how big you get. You got to bring it when somebody bring it in front of you like that. You got to grab their ass and shake it. He said, that was some of the. He said that was some of the funniest, most fucked up shit I've ever seen. I never seen nobody get booed that hard. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? That was just crazy, dog. But I was just like, I didn't know he was gonna tell me that shit. I was just, <laughs> he was just telling me a story. I was like, damn. Cause All I right. work with JB. JB's, oh my God, he's a beast, dog. He's a beast. He's All right. Act out king. Yo, two things, mm -hmm. two things. One, this happened in Baltimore because I remember I saw the World Star video. I saw the World Star video of this. I saw. Oh shit! I saw, I saw this, this video. I've seen. I've seen it. It's bad. It's so bad that Martin comes out. They start booing Martin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking crazy. I didn't and know that's two. Your Bruce Bruce impression is I am having so much fun just listening to you talk. You because even even the hand, the hand. I'm just like, <laughs> and then what did he say? Now I I, Nick, I hate to put you on the spot like this, but. I, I always wonder what what do you think that conversation between JB Smooth and Bruce Bruce was like? 
Okay. So, Jay, so okay. All right. So, JB come off stage. Shit, man. Damn. I don't know what's wrong with these motherfuckers, man. Bruce, what the fuck happened? The you see, player, you, you, you tried to, what you tried to do, player there, what you tried to do was you tried to, you tried to get into him. <laughs> but you had to let it breathe a little bit, player. What you had to do, you had to breathe it. Breathe it. Nigga, I'm breathing out my motherfucking chest. <laughs> shit, man. I don't need this shit, man. You know, I got to go talk to Larry and shit, man. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, Larry's the Larry's the motherfucker that need to help you. Larry, Larry, right now could help you because Larry ain't helped none of us. Larry, ain't. <laughs> damn Bruce, damn Bruce, why don't you have them switch this shit, man? You know Michael Black would go up there with that motherfucker shit. Yeah. Damn Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what, dog? I think sometime you got to come back another day. <laughs> that, oh, that's, that, that, that's that's perfect. Oh my god! You gotta come back and look. Sometimes, sometimes we get uh, we get ahead of ourselves, and you get too big for your britches, and that just brought you down. Don't oh be god. back up. I ain't saying you're gonna stay up. I got a lot of respect for you. Now you're gonna be back up. It's the, it's the hand. Am I lying? Am I lying to you? <laughs> I know God struck me dead right now. <laughs> I damn sure ain't lying to you right now. I'll stand up and sit back down, and you know that shit don't feel good on nobody this size knees. Oh, <laughs> shut the yo, shut your God, yo, yo right me now and then <laughs> back and go to heaven. Shit, oh, go, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> Stand up oh, sit down. Yeah, they tried to defibrillate my heart. I broke the machine. <laughs> <laughs> so the machine player that go boop, boop, that shit said burn, burn, burn. Motherfucker was hopping cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> them golden arches was on my shit. Crazy <laughs> shit, Bruce. Bruce cracks me. Oh my oh, god, that nigga is oh. yo. Bruce Bruce is so fucking Bruce, funny. Bruce, I love that dude. Yo. I watched him do a special. I watched a special on YouTube, and he was like opening it, and he's doing crowd work or whatever, right? And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be so funny. When I was like, oh, this is great. That I just get he's warming up, warming up, and it was so funny. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. And I looked at it. I thought it was him just warming up. It was him just thirty minutes. I watched thirty minutes. But it felt like five minutes. He's just the Wait, best. He's, oh, he's unbelievable. He's unbe- He's great. Look at the- him. Look, 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 look at him. Look at him. <laughs> How you look doing? At him. You know that nigga got a van. Look, watch out. Nigga, <laughs> 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 he walk like he got a van. Nigga, walk like a van. That's old van walking nigga. There. You know they walk with that leg like that? Drag that leg. <laughs> Yo, I get mad. Like, sometimes, like, like uh, okay, I say this. I love being African, right? I love being from Africa. I love being like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to grow up to be an older African man. I get jealous. I'm like, damn, I wish I could grow up to be. I wish I, when I grew up, I, I wish when I got older, I'd become like a Bruce Bruce type of old nigga. That's the nigga I want to be, but it just doesn't make it. It doesn't make any sense for my voice or like my culture. <laughs> it doesn't make. Like, I can't. I can't do that because I want. I want to be that nigga. I want. To, I want to just be rhyming, saying like smooth shit like that. Like, oh, you suited and booted, huh? Yeah, yeah. He said, <laughs> up, you know, he, he says, and be, you be dying because he he reminds you of somebody in your family. <laughs> yes, that be talking like that and shit. You're like, God, he's just going. He don't. He's. Some people in your family you can wind up and they always got to they always saying some shit that'll just get you laughing. And I mean he just be going. 
He's been, he's been going, and, he's, and, he, and the thing is that he makes you feel like family. He makes you feel like family. That's what's so fucking great, man. Core, we can keep going, but like we have to do the music because we've been talking. We haven't played any music for a minute. We've just been talking. It's <laughs> just like, but, but I'm saying, like again, thanks for being on the show and shit. We gotta play more music because we've just been rapping. It's a damn nigga. I'm so I'm I'm so glad we had you on. It's, it literally because like you shared that one clip of Nick doing the thing, and I was just like, why have we had Corey on yet? Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's I, was, yeah, I was like, bro, this so all right. So this is the music. This is Twan's Twan's live request, the musical request podcast. And I gotta ask you, like, what's something going on in your life that you need a song for? Because I'm, I, I'm gonna pick you a song that you should listen to. I don't okay. know if you heard it or not. Yeah. Can I can I give you one of the songs that I really? Oh, dude, dude, no, we can no, I, you know, we can talk for we can talk for another thirty minutes. I don't give a fuck. No, no, no. I just yeah, want to yeah. give you one of the songs that I oh. love, and then I. And then oh I, oh I, yeah, 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 yeah. Give, yeah, give that. Yeah, one, play that. One song that I've fallen into these last, like just like this last year, man, is nineteen eighty five. J Cole. That yeah. Fucking song. Uh nineteen eighty five. I arrived. Yo, that shit is. If that that when you hear that, because it it applies, he's talking about you know he's talking about music and shit, but that shit oh that shit applies to arts. Yeah, bro, I just like that's why I love. I love when you send the music and it taps into you as an artist, and you realize because with comedy it feels like you know we just it's a thing we do. We're not like a music playing nigga, but it's like then you're like, oh wait, I'm an artist, bro. I feel this. I relate to this. Like I'm a, like you feel like an artist. You feel special. I pro- when you start listening to that shit right there, you listen to it 15 more times. Like I gotta hear him say this. This is dope. This is dope. Wait, 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 wait. This shit ain't Shout out to Jermaine Cole. <laughs> Fucking lived in Queens. St. John, like my boy Jamel went to St. John's and like he loved he loved J. Cole. I'd call J. I used to call J. Cole Corny all the time just to make, just, just talk shit with him. And uh Jamel, I was like, look at listen to this tired ass J. Cole nigga. And he and Jamel said to me, like, nigga, shut up. You're like, I, can, you know, I know you ain't talking, Tawanda. You look just like Teddy Pendergrass, which is <laughs> nothing to do with nothing. But I was just like, why'd you do that? And he was just like, dog, you, you, you keep talking about J. Cole like that. I gotta tell you who you are. That's Teddy Pendergrass looking ass nigga, you gotta let it go. I was like, shit. They no, they no, they, they did the side by side. They did the side by side of me and Teddy Pendergrass, and I was That's like, oh. I was like, damn, bro. That's fucking damn. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Cause I love... No, that's Liddy. That's Liddy. That's Liddy. I mean, you gotta let it go. Close the door. Looks like another love TKO. <laughs> I got so much love to give. I wanna give it all. Bum, bum. <laughs> that shit hurt my whole heart. <laughs> um, yo, Tawanda. So, what, what was your question? Let me answer your question. Oh, especially like, what's the? It could be anything that's going on in life that you just be thinking about, like. Uh, I just want because I want to just recommend you a song. Just tell me, what, just tell me what you're feeling, like something yeah. that's on your mind. I'll give you a like song. something that anything that's going on in my life that you have a song that would apply to it. So, yeah. so I would say, like something that I'm having a dilemma with, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. It could be that. It could be. It could be good. So it could be anything. Man, I would say, I would say the balance of the balance of. Um, The balance of being uh being creative yeah uh and the balance of not giving a fuck about what somebody else is doing 
also being creative, but also caring enough about what somebody else is doing to uh, to like have a like. Because people always say like, all right, let me explain it. People will be like, yo, don't worry about nobody. Yeah, you worry about you, right? Yeah. And then don't worry about how nobody else do whatever. You just do you. But then if you never have a gauge on on what is actually good and what's bad and whatever of people that are doing it at a high level, then it seems like a kind of like a wishy, like you're just in the middle of the ocean flailing and shit. It's like you kind of want to know like, okay, so this is high level. This is low level. If you don't establish what's high and low level, I think it's a little fucked up if you don't establish yeah. what's high and low level. I don't. Some people just do you, just do you. Don't, don't worry about nobody else. Nah, I, I, I can't subscribe to that completely. I believe that you shouldn't let anybody constrain you on what you're doing, but I yes. don't believe that you should never look at anybody else to model yourself after. Because there's yeah. one school of thought that's like, model yourself after the people that are doing the things that you want to do. And then there's another set of people who are like, Fuck everybody. You do you. You be you. So it's like, I want to combine those two. And then, to hold on. And then to piggyback that, just because mm-hmm. this will make it even clearer, to make it even yeah. clearer, to wanna, I want to say, like, I also want to figure out the balance of being, this is the bigger the bigger thing for me, the balance of being happy. Um, I want to figure out the balance of being happy and being being content and and still working hard because um you know one subset of people says once you're content then you know you, you that's when you fuck up everybody passes you you're too lazy or whatever but then it's like at some point in my life i want to be content and i don't want that to be when i'm 76 and i don't have the means to to not be content i'm content by nature i want to be content i want to be content in my life now i want to enjoy the shit out of my life now and i don't want to feel bad for enjoying it i don't want to feel the pressures of enjoying life now with being content oh yeah i feel i feel honestly i feel you it's just like it's a big balancing act and trying to stay focused and people always say to be focused you have to only care about yourself and that's that's not necessarily true because you want to be human you want to be you want to be successful but you want to be a human you want to be happy you don't want to be like so caught up in the idea of the grind and the focus that it's just like you can't Exist. like the people that are like no sleep ever is like nah i want to be able to relax i want to be like yeah. i'm doing this what i'm doing is bigger than just me you feel me it's like yeah it's i don't you didn't say it but it's just it's not necessarily the weight of but just there are people in your life that you care about that care about you that when your success is theirs yeah so to call it is selfish don't don't look at anybody else it's just it's disregarding all those people too nah they're here for you they they they're they're there for you in your wins and your losses right and you want to end up you don't want to be fame you want to be at 76 just grinding alone with nothing right and um i think about that like this is like i have like i've been on my phone looking at like you know music i've been listening to and Sometimes it's about the energy. And I noticed earlier, you talked about like synths and like just the melodies of songs and shit like that. But I feel like my favorite, that's why I love when uh, rap songs sample like soulful shit or this just sample different shit because you get that feeling, but you get the focus of the rap lyrics because rap lyrics are always very focused. It's just like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I've got to go get it. But the song in the back, the, the music in the background is just like, you can relax and you can vibe. So for that, the, per- the perfect person for this is uh, Nipsey Hussle, right? Nipsey. Great music, great artist, miss him every day. But the song is Don't Take Days Off 
off his Crenshaw mixtape. All right. Now, what made this mixtape special is that Nipsey said, I'm going to drop this mixtape $100 a pop. I'm dropping $100 a pop. Everyone's like, why are you doing it? That's crazy. He's like, nah, fuck that. I know my worth. I know my value. $100 a pop. I'm going to sell these. And when I sell these shits, if you buy this shit, you get a ticket to one of my shows, some merch, all this shit. This is a whole packet. Jay Z bought a thousand of them. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and then it's like the next one he gets, he's like, I'm gonna do a thousand. I mean, it's, each one's a thousand dollars, and these are special editions. You can still get, you can still get a song if you want, but it's just like he believed in himself, and he just put it out there because he was like, Yo, I have a, I have a community to raise up. It's bigger than me. And this whole song is him just being like, Yo, I'm grinding. I just need to zone out for a moment. And the song, you can, you can, you can hear it. You can no, turn, turn it up a little bit. You can you know, hear that. Hear, it's, about, it's about the beat in the background. The beat in the background. Okay. So now it's just like. So I got to pay a hundred or I got to pay a thousand? No, it's just, it's, it's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah I, lost, I lost you. I lost you right there. You ain't paying for this. You know, I ain't paying a hundred dollars for this shit. The fuck out of here. I was like, damn, this is. No, nah, it's free. It's, uh, it was free. Yeah, he was like, he had he just had copies that he was selling for a hundred. But this is free. It's on Spotify. It's on. It's on everything. So fucked up, and he was like, "And for ninety nine ninety nine, here's my Venmo, fam." Yeah. But ah, uh, bro, this is like, this is no, this is like, because what I've been hearing and I'm just talking to you now is just like, you have a lot of thoughts, a lot, a lot. You, you think you think about a lot of shit because you you're very. You talk about different genres. You talk about being into different things. You think you think about a lot of shit. But you have ba- but this balance there because it's like you can but you can focus on one thing at a time and it's just like I just want to like, give you Nipsey or whatever in this song because it's just like there's a lot you can focus on in this and it's but it's not too much and sometimes it's like you gotta turn your brain off that you, if you want to listen if you want to listen to the, if you want to listen to the words and shit you can do that but sometimes you just turn your brain off and just let it just let your because you think a lot but you feel you feel a lot yeah you talk about because you talk about when I hear music I feel it. Yeah, and and that's that that's your and your subconscious just works so crazy. So it's just like you're doing all this like t- building up, taking apart, watching this, like even talking about that story with uh with Bruce Bruce. It was like we were all there for this shit because it's like because the whole time you're absor- you're absorbing all this shit. So you, ab- you absorb bad shit. So I feel like you should do yourself a service and just like sometimes you just gotta play like just play some shit. You don't have you don't have to think or whatever. And just let you let yourself just let you, let the vibe just hit you. Yeah. And sometimes it can be like, all right, I want to feel this way. I have this. I have like right now. I do vision boards and shit. I do vision boards all the time now. Shit. And I just I just with that, I just like I have shit down. I just look at it sometimes. I let my mind just wander thinking about the shit. And then I let that. I let things come to me. Yeah. Because I know I'm a hard worker. I know I'm gonna work for shit. I'm never gonna be like, oh, I want this and let's sit here. No, I'm gonna. I want this. I'm gonna. Do, I'm gonna put the work in. Obviously, I don't gotta think extra hard about that shit. Right. And I can now in that time I can sit back. I can enjoy my friends, my family. I can just be like, you know what? Here's who, like my associates, no, my my colleagues, all that shit. Be like, you know what? I like y'all. I'm happy to be here because I know when this is all said and done, I'm gonna get back to work. Right. The work is never the work is never not guaranteed. Like it I, it could be slow as hell. It could be nothing. Like the world shut down, bro. The yeah. world shut down. You was on Zoom telling jokes. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah, I mean, you do podcasts and shit. You do you do you do a segment for kids. Yeah, you do you do yeah you you just you just do shit. You move. 
So it's just like, bro, just treat yourself. You know what I mean? Just like relax. I won't give you some more shit. This is a song that I think you should listen to before a Zoom show. Play no, Crime. That one again, so I could jot it down. Though. What? What's the name of that one again? You oh, said? Don't Take Days Off. Don't Take Days Off. All right, what's the... Yeah, Don't Take Days Off. By Nipsey Hussle. And then this one is called Crime by Mayor Hawthorne. Okay. This shit is just like... It's a, this is just a whole vibe, bro. Because I said... Right Crime, yeah. This is like some by the pool shit. Yeah, I get it. exactly because 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 of the because of the strings because you like the strings early. I was like, I had to give you something with the strings in it, bro. Yeah, that's my shit right there. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I hear like that. It got me. Yeah, I heard this at a party at a backyard party in uh, what was it in High Park in two thousand. 16 and i was like wait what this is this can this is music that can happen so i recommend it for you too man i, I got both of them i'm gonna get them i'll get them tonight yeah of course yeah of course and um it's just out of it you're just doing a lot because you're built to do a lot yeah. appreciate that man yes yeah of course bro so it's just like so i think um with everything you were saying Sometimes I have to like, because I picked up on just like the emotion and thought of it. It's just, it's not anxiety as much as it's just like, I just want to do so many things at once. Yeah. And it's like, it's not a thing of like, I can't do anything. It's like, I want, I want to do, I want to do five things. I want to do 10 things right now. And I can do all of them. I can do all of them. I, but it's like, I, but I, I got to figure out how to. It's like, but you can. And you, and that's a good place to be. Yeah. That's like, a, that's a good stress. That's like, yeah, fucking do this shit. <laughs> right, right. And it's like, and also you're tapped into yourself emotionally. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, you're like you're you're solid, you're solid, bro. You're just like, oh, I can, so I can just do this shit. You just, so it's just like, just trust yourself more. Yeah, because you know you can do it. You know you know you can do anything. You just got like I could trust like the decisions I make are just gonna be they're good because I'm a good person. I care about good things. I want to do good stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, that's dope, man. I appreciate that, dog. Yeah, man. Of course. This is uh, that's why this is why I love the podcast and shit because you have to talk about a thousand things. You think about where the conversation went. We talked about people dying for a while. We talked about child molestation. We talked about Bruce Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, it's the only show where you can do that. And it's fucking fine, bro. This is definitely dope. Get off of me, kitty. All right. Yeah. And there's a there's a Kendrick Lamar verse on this song. It's fucking crazy. Turn up a little bit. Yeah, I'll definitely, definitely be good. I, I, right. I got it. I'm, I'm downloading as soon as it's over. All right, now this is the last segment, and again, I just gotta say thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate it. this. Was hell yeah. This is it's just nice to talk to somebody from Boston. Like, yeah, we've had great guests, but having a Boston nigga again is just like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> but um, let me tell you what's on. Now you're gonna flip it where I tell you what's going on in my life. Yeah, and you give me a song. Okay, so pretty much. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how and what makes me happy. How to be happy and what makes me happy. And I realized that, like, on a personal day-to-day level, like, you know, I'm not, like, I'm not sad or whatever, but I'm not, like, a happy person. I'm content. It's fine. But, like, and when good things happen, my mind immediately is just like, all right, the shoe, the other shoe's going to drop. Something's going to happen. 
Like the op- you know, when people say like, oh, so and so died and my life changed. Yep. I'm afraid that my life's gonna change and then somebody's gonna die like right after. I'm that kind of person. I'm like, oh, th- th- yep. things are going well. Boom, somebody's died. And that's happened before because that's life. But um, I'm trying to figure out what makes me happy. I'm trying to figure out how to be happy and not be scared of it. Like I got a job recently, right? That yep. like I'm so excited about. And it took me two, three weeks to just even like tell people and be like, yeah, I'm doing this. Yep. And I'm like, I'm realizing now, like I'm having like, I want to have a huge get together, but I'm like, I'm having one, one people over my house at a time just to drink and talk and laugh. And I'm talking to my parents and my parents are just like, you know, they're beaming with, they're, they're, they're happy and shit. And I'm realizing that like, I'm the kind of person that needs to see other people be happy for me to let myself be happy. Yep. And my journey is just like, so back to the main, the main point is I'm just trying to figure out how to be happy on my own. Yo, man, I, I tell you, man, learning learning how to be happy on your own is if it's not innate, if it's not already in you, it's very difficult from 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 what I've been told from many people around me because I don't experience that and so i've i've been like oh man just do this just do that right and i've been told by other like my cousin for instance she said to me uh you know she was just kind of explaining like you know if you're a person who doesn't think like that or you're not a happy person by nature or let's say you're depressed and you know let's say somebody's depressing you're telling that person like they said imagine two people are hiking and one of the people is depressed and 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 you know you're not and you're like, come on, keep up. And the person's like, I can't. My ankle's fucked up. <laughs> they're like, come on. <laughs> it's not that far. And they're like, I can't, I can't walk like you're walking. My ankle's fucked up. You're like, it's not far. They're like, it's far for me. My ankle's bad. But when you don't have a bad ankle, it's difficult for you because you're like, it's right there. But when your ankle's bad, you're like, I'm dragging this shit along and you have no idea what I'm going through. So that helped me understand more how to just step back out of it a little bit. And so the best thing to do in those kind of situations in order to not sabotage yourself is to, is to just, it's almost like AA dog when they talk in AA or, or like uh step programs when they say one day at a time, that's what it has to be. Cause looking further than that is very, it, it it's almost too daunting. If that's not how your brain works, your brain doesn't work like that. So you roll one day at a time and contain that happiness that you're able to contain. You know what I mean? And keep that shit moving. Keep it moving. Because if you stop, it feels worse to stop. It feels worse to sit in it than it does to keep it moving. Because when you keep it moving, you're on to the next day. Then you're going to have those same feelings. But at the end of the day, you're like, ah, I did that shit that I wanted to do. Or I made it through. Or I did what it was. As opposed yeah. to just soaking back smoking a blunt and then your brain's going crazy and you're like ah why the yeah. fuck I, yeah, that, yeah, I've, been, I've, I've been i've been there i've been in that place i've been in that place ways many times it's just like you just get high and just thinking hard yeah wondering <laughs> what you said to somebody wondering if you took like you know when you be in that kind of place shit like this will happen to you you'll smoke and you'll be like damn i told these people i got the job did i say it fucked up was it like i got the job oh my god <laughs> holy shit it's or like or it's just like what if i what if i what if i heard it wrong we'll be like actually we weren't giving you the job we we're just telling you the job exists right right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
That's so true. All in your brain. Oh my god! I was so worried about. I was telling my friend last night. I was just like, I don't want to come off. And she was like, What are you talking about? Like, yeah. And you and you and you're constantly thinking that. See, the the thing is, many of us feel like this, but a lot of people don't. They don't hold on to it as long as others. But many of us feel like people don't want us to do well because a lot of people don't really it's not that people don't want you to do well they just don't give a fuck and if you're doing too well they feel bad about themselves so that's the thing so then you have to gauge who you can share shit with if your shit's going good like if you were hanging around a lot of people that don't have a job and you were like hey i got a job a couple of those people are like word to wanda go the rest of them are like man fuck to wanda that's what they feel <laughs> like inside they're like, this motherfucker got the job. I, I know more than him. How did he get that job? And they're thinking like, oh, now he's going to look down on us because he has a job and we don't have a job. That's if you're fucking with all people on the same level. You know, that's the crab in the barrel mentality. Yeah. That's that's the comic life. These are the comics. These are the comics that would look at you a certain way. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, fuck out of here. At a certain point, it's almost like you do have to be that selfish person in order to get through that next step. You got to be a little bit selfish, you know, and then on your leisure time, open up and be a give, give everybody that shit. But all you all we do is give performers. All we do is give. Yo, like I would just say give more to yourself because all we do is get we get on stage and we give. We're writing and shit. We're giving. We're trying to give people time. Then you're trying to live your life. I'll be there. I'll show up. I'll be there. Yeah, I care. I'm your friend. I'll be there. I'll be there. Then if you do that too much, you don't have enough time to build and create. And then you show up, you do a show, the show's bad. You're like, I should have spent more time doing my shit. That's why I'm not good like that. This thing has been writing all day. <laughs> you can tell. And all of it just becomes like, ah, it's too much. So you do have to be selfish in a sense. Otherwise, this isn't the, this isn't the thing. Performing is not for everybody. That's true. You know what I mean? We have yeah. to be. Bro, that was, you know, that's fucking shit. You hit a lot of nails on the head, bro. <laughs> and yeah, we, we, we even get to the song yet. I'm just sitting here like, God damn. <laughs> Yo, so the the song I would say is, is "Soul to Soul, Keep on Moving." That's my shit right there. All right, let's do. Let's play. Let's play that shit, man. That, Cause you said, cause you're just sitting there saying some real ass shit. I'm just like, damn, bro. I can't even. I can't even. I like. I like. I like speechless. Nick, can you like talk for me, please? Yeah. Those, <laughs> no, nah, man. That was. <laughs> I, I I'm also speechless. Yeah, I'm, was, I'm saying, like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's some stuff I'm like, who told you that, Corey? Yeah, so who, who, who told, told you that you? about me? <laughs> when you said, yo, when you said you got the jail, I said, I said it crazy. Like, oh no, oh, oh, and then that crabs in the barrel shit, like fuck to like no, because I've been on the other side of that shit so many times where I've just been like, oh, somebody got some shit, and I'm gonna go fuck that person. I'm like, it's like, and I don't want to say it, but it's just that like, it's my natural reaction. I'm like, nah. So that that level shit is just so crucial. I think it's like that's a big ego thing. Yeah, I'm just being able to be like, I gotta like. Some people can only be some people. Some people can't be the young nigga in the room. Yeah, they gotta be like it's equals or whatever. And I was like, it's just like you might be with like people that are less than or whatever, whatever. So you have to feel some sort of dominance when it's just like, nah, to do this shit, do this shit right. We gotta be the youngest nigga in the room. Yeah, man. All your value isn't about your status in the room. Yep. Your value is you's a funny motherfucker. You might hop over all those niggas in the room in three or four days from that day. Exactly. And then 
<laughs> it don't matter. It don't. And like, fuck, bro. It's just also just like you start when you start to value just like talent and being like you. You start to look at everybody different. Like it's not oh we're all same niggas. Like oh this person's good at this. This person does that. I could never do what this person does. Yeah. Like I look at y'all. I could never do what y'all do. Even though we do, even though we both do comedies, like we don't, they don't do. We all do comedy. I, would, I can't do comedy like y'all. Yeah, but vice versa. I, I know. Exactly. 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 So it's like that's and that's what makes it. That's what makes it good because it's like now you have diverse. It's like I feel like sometimes it's easy to get caught in the trap of just like oh me and all these people we do the you do the shit the exact same way. Yeah. Then somebody gets some shit, then you're like oh fuck that person. I wanted that because you, sometimes you say fuck that person because you wanted the exact same shit. Yeah. One of the best analogies I heard is, is Orlando. You know Orlando Baxter. That's my dude. Mm -hmm. He said, we, we talk about this shit a lot. We just talk about different people's styles and what they do. And he just, one of the breakdowns he said one day, he was like, yo, it's kind of like everybody got different faucets. If you look at comedians, we all got different faucets. Some people, some people are a water hose. You know what I'm saying? Some people are a water hose. Some people are a kitchen sink. Some people's the bathtub. What is your faucet level? Because somebody who's a fire hose doesn't mean that somebody else be the best hose that you are. What? How much water is coming out the end of your shit? Be the best of that. Don't try to. If you're really a kitchen sink, stop trying to be a fucking fire hose. You're not that. Because you're gonna be crazy if you're trying to be that. You 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 don't even you don't even act like that or think like that or whatever. Some people are more energetic. You can't you can't take goddamn uh, I don't know. Just take two polar opposite comedians. Um. I mean, Dane Cook had a lot of people dying and laughing, but Chappelle is much different. He's much more chill. Not yep. not a lot of act outs and shit like that. Jerry Seinfeld doing his thing, but then you take Louis C.K. These guys are so different. They're so oh, yeah, well, Louis, different. Well, Louis, was, Louis was doing something different. So yeah, Louis, was definitely, <laughs> Louis definitely had his own way. You know what I'm saying? And then you take you take you take a dude, but a lot of people you look at be like, I like him, don't like him, like him, don't like. Him. You take a dude like Tony Roberts. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite fucking comedians. Tony Robbins. Oh, Tony Robbins is the GOAT. He ain't never talking about shit. He literally like, what are these rappers talking about? I'm making up a song right now. Running down the street now. Jesus on a motorcycle. Get the fuck are they saying? <laughs> Just goes in saying whatever. And then you have somebody who's saying some real shit. Then you take Chris Rock. Much different than Tony Roberts. And he'll destroy in his way. Tony will destroy in his way. Mike Epps will destroy in his way. D-Ray Davis will destroy in his way. Bo Burnham will destroy in his way. Gary Goleman will destroy in his way. You know what I'm saying? You take Gary Goleman and Earthquake. Jesus, both of them holding it down, doing their thing, right? Both of them doing their shit. But <laughs> what the fuck? Way different. They got different faucets. Them dudes are in their own lanes the way they're doing them. You take Robert Kelly, you take Bill Burr. These cats came up together. Bill, I mean, the way they are is just different. Robin Kelly watching them tear the room down. And you see Bill Burr tearing the fucking room down. Different. Yeah. With his room. And then I start to think like when we think about these shows and you put us all together, it's dope, man. I think it's so dope. All of us right now went and did 15. We fucking murder. Murder the show. People would be like, oh, it's fucking great show. Jesus yeah. Christ, what a lineup. You guys, right? <laughs> I think it's just, it just depends, man. And we all different. All yeah. different. You know, exactly. so it's just like not to having that fear of 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 somebody waxing you out, and then sometimes you'll get waxed out. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wax the fuck out. 
Yeah, exactly. I've been, I've been, yeah, I've, I've done, I've done so many shows with, I've done so many shows with Sam J. Where it's just like this, this is gonna happen. Like you know, you know, you know how you know, you know how trash a comedy I thought I was because I was, because I've been rolling with Sam everywhere, mm-hmm. and I was like, I am so bad at comedy. And then one day I did a show when she wasn't around. I was like, wait, what the fuck? What is happening? <laughs> Are you serious? I was like, holy shit! Hell yeah! You do shows with people, you just get mad. Yep. Yep. But you take her, you take Sam J, doing her fucking thing, killing it. But you take Sam J, and you take uh, uh, what's his name? Take Sam J, take Mike Kaplan. I'm just thinking about other Boston people. Take Sam J, and take um, Shane Moss. These are two totally different spectrums of people, killing in their own way. Yep, killing. Sam J is doing her thing. Shane Moss got people lined up around the block to come see his show. He's telling jokes about psychedelics and shit. Killing. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> everybody has something different. Exactly. You know, and it's like, the crazy thing is we don't have to love it. And so this is the comfort. The one, the last thing I'll say about this shit is the comfort that I started to have was I don't like everybody's shit. So then that would, I would have to have enough intelligence realize everybody's not going to like my shit. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fuck it. I don't like, I don't like a lot of other people's shit yeah. either. You know what I'm saying? And once you get to that point, then you're like, well, whatever then. There are some people that do like this shit, so that's yeah, fine. Ex- exactly. Some people, like, some people like it. Some people, some people, people don't like, like it. it. Yeah, and it's just like... And the, the, biggest lesson, the biggest lesson I learned was just like... The biggest lesson I learned around this is if you're going to be friends with somebody, watch their act first. <laughs> you, ever be like, you, ever be, you ever be cool with a... You ever be super cool with somebody, then you see yeah. them and you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> For sure. You're just We're like, the realest out here in the game. We're the realest motherfuckers. We will unfriend you in real life. Oh my god! I'll see, I'll see you. you will get a real un un. <laughs> you just like, hand a note over like mute. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the difference in the way people treat you before. This is some inside baseball comedy shit, but. People see you in the room. You come in. They're like, hey, what's up? You see some other comments. Hey, what's up? What's up? Everybody's acting. What's up? What's up? What's up? Right? Everybody's what's up with you. they never seen you anywhere, heard yeah. your name, whatever. What's up? What's up? And then you go up and you do your thing. They're like, yo. So, yo, where you be at? <laughs> oh, so, no, 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 no. Oh, shit. What's your IG? Nah, my favorite shit now is just like, what I miss about New York comedy was just like, you could tell the funniest people by who was the most fun to watch bomb. Mm-hmm. Cause we're all, cause everybody in New York, we're all like, this like this, this shows we're all gonna bomb. It's gonna be bad. Like everyone's gonna just eat a dick. We should like, yo, you're so fun. You're so fun to watch bombing that we have to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that's what it is. Cause you watch if, if you see me bomb, you just like Jesus Christ. Like you want to see him fight back. Yep. You, you don't see somebody bomb. It's just like, oh god, this is just. You don't you understand why you're bombing? Like, do you understand what's happening? Sometimes it's just not your night. And it's like, all right, I'm gonna go around. I'm gonna say this. Like, there's a night that I was bombing, and I just took a Kaepernick knee. <laughs> I said, I said, this is a protest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh man, Corey, bro, thank you for doing the show thank so you. much. This was fucking great. Oh man, that I, I'm mad that Corona's happening because if, if this was in studio, it would have been a whole, it would have been a whole thing, bro. It would have been fucking oh, yeah. lit. But yo, tell people where they can find you online and shit. So you can find me at Corey Rods on Instagram, C O R E Y R O D S. Corey Rods on Instagram and uh, I, I TikTok. I don't use that shit. Yet. I just be creeping on other people's shit. <laughs> and uh, what else? Twitter 
at Corey Rodriguez. Corey with an E, Rodriguez with an S. And for those of you still on Facebook, because I'm Naya, Corey Rodriguez, C-O-R-E-Y-R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-S. Word, word. Um, and damn, that's that's the show. Is there any, like, yo, Nick, should we do anything else? Do you want to do like that? Because that JV's move, what's it call it, conversation was really funny. I think I think we we got it. That was <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. that was. I think I think that was I think that was it. But yo, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for you know paying attention. Um, and have a nice day or night whenever you listen to it. Uh, peace. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know. Help us grab a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.